and welcome to another episode of Inside the Drinker Studio. Today we have Dr. Todd Curry with us. I am Michelle and it's also Ralph in here. Woo. And Juan. Hey. Hi. Again, hey. taking a break from Chicago. It's more like, it's like he lives in Chicago and then he just comes and visits. He visits El Paso. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. So I'm going back. Yay. I know. So, hi, Todd. Hey, how's Don't be everybody? shy. Don't be shy. <laughs> We're also yeah, my, here with yeah, Maggie. Yeah, because we're at, at my house, our house, mi casa es su casa. And Maggie's going to start bringing toys to Todd. Because I love dogs. Yep. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what happens. And then the cat is just going to later on probably just come and rub it into your leg or something. That's Very nice. Friendly. Yeah. Yeah. But. So what do we have for today? We got a bunch of sours because Todd likes sours. So if anybody knows Todd, he's famous for my trivia at the bar. He's mm-hmm. the one responsible for hosting trivia most of the time. Every now and then he takes a break. Uh, what else do you do? Tell us about yourself, Todd. Uh, I'm an assistant professor of political science at the University of Texas, El Paso. Uh, I primarily teach our law classes and our stat- statistics courses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but beyond that, I've kind of Fun. been involved on and off with the beer industry, um, especially before I moved here when I lived in uh, Michigan. I lived in Kalamazoo, hometown of Bells. I lived an hour south of Founders um, and helped out the industry and worked in the industry (laughs) at least uh, for a short while before I moved down here with uh, my job. Your job and your wife and now you have a kid. And my little adorable child, yes. Yes, she's a cutie. Awesome. So, what else? What else? So what are we drinking right now? We are having the... Yeah, we started already. So what do we got... One. It is a sour apricot from Dry Dock. Dry tasty. Dock. Dry Dock. Okay. Dry Dock. Dry Dock. Yeah, you can really you can really taste the apricot on there. It's not that sour though. No, it's not that sour. It's pretty mellow. It's a crisp well, beer. It says sour apricot, but uh, under the description it reads, "Blond ale brew with apricot puree." Yeah, it's almost liner vice esque and that it's yeah. just a tiny bit of sour, but mm-hmm. not like the regular, like a seedle that kind of like I'm like a mellow boiler room with some apricot flavor. Yep. That's what it tastes like to me. And we do have some boiler room because we had to fill a growler today, had so to. we can get rid. Yeah, well, had to. Had to. <laughs> I'm not gonna waste it. I mean, the guys come in with new beer, and I'm just like, well, it's not empty yet, so let's fill a growler. Rachel nice. wanted to tap it today, so it didn't even feel all the way up. It's just. Yeah. About the pine lift. Yeah. So I'm not going to let them take that, especially if they're not making it anymore. You know that, right? Oh, they're done with boiler they're room? They're done with boiler room, I think. Something, or at least not bringing it to El Paso. I don't know. Nick from Benny Keith told me that they're going to stop either making it or bringing it. I don't remember. All right. Well, coming March, so, I can tell you what's going to replace it. Ooh. You, you, can you say? Bell's Bearliner Vice. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Well, that's going to be probably March, February, March. Well, they should know they, better than me. They, they aren't entering the market until March. Mm. Until March? Yeah. Mm. So. I'm excited. Insider oh. knowledge on Inside the Drinker Studio. <laughs> exactly. So what are your favorite beers, Todd? I mean, I know they usually like, drink sours and, and style heavy wise stuff like or, that. Let's uh, start with style and then we can move to breweries. Uh, traditional Belgian sours are probably my favorite style. Cotillon. Uh, uh-huh. uh any any general traditionally made sour. That's why I'm a big fan of Jester King having moved here um, in large part because they follow at least somewhat same somewhat of the same farmhouse tradition. It's tasty. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, generally Belgian traditional sours, but also American sours as they've picked up and sort of modified the style and yeah. changed it. Um, beyond that, I, there's not really a general style of beer I'm a fan of. You can... you. You've yeah, seen oh me. No, I know. You've seen me run trivia. Yeah. When I'm running trivia, I will go through five different styles of beer in the two hours just because it's whatever <laughs> yeah. I feel like when I'm in that mood. I'm just a big fan of beer and beer that's done well. I don't care who makes it as long as it's made well. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up because I know that everybody makes a big deal once there's a sellout, and you're just like, eh, whatever. As long as it's good. I, I'm not upset when people make money. It's <laughs> <laughs> So the fact that they, uh, they fire some people, that doesn't really affect you as long as the beer is still good? Carbock recently sold. Goose Island mm-hmm. was the first one to sell. I, I still drink Goose Island. I'll still drink. In fact, yep. we're going to drink some Goose Island tonight. Yep. Um, I still drink Carbock. I'll, it, I still drink Founders. It, none of that really bothers me. As long as the quality of the beer doesn't suffer, I'm still going to drink it because it was good year, beer beforehand and it's good beer now. Mm-hmm. Cool. You so can, yeah, go sometimes, ahead. sometimes some beer actually go... Down oh yeah, definitely. There have been I know, cases where I know, and, and that's something that I always tell people because they hate Goose Island, and they, you know, they because give they me all that spiel about hating and it. And IPA, I, I and give them the like, you know what? You are right. Hunker Sale, three one two. They all went to shit because now they make them in New York or somewhere like that. Yeah. So it's not the same thing. It's mass produced. It's not Quality what we used to like, drink. But if you go to Chicago and you go to the brewery, yeah, if you go, then you, you get go to like, Clybourne, it's an excellent yeah, exactly. Time. So. Because they still make it over there. So they keep up with that. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's very divided. Yeah. So, do you consider yourself a beer snob? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 is, it, it is not about I don't know. No, I know it's not. Just it's kind of a touchy subject. And I, you know who called you beer snob and made a oh, big deal. Remember? Yeah, no, there's absolutely <laughs> zero. I, I wouldn't even put the beer in front of it. I'm just a snob. <laughs> and you're proud of it. I, in the areas Sorry. where I have knowledge, beer is one of the few. But in those areas, I am a snob. And I'm fine with that. Um, I have expertises, and that's okay. okay. And beer happens to be one of them. Yeah. Good. So what do we have next? He's already opening the second beer. Oh, this is the one with the whorehound. Yeah, whorehound, Jester King. It didn't I, even... It's not carbonated, is it? Uh-oh. Is that ours? Is that yeah. yeah, that's yours. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. That's something that Brad brought. Don't, bring, don't blame Brad. I'm going to blame Brad. No, there is covered in. I just covered. didn't hear like a fizz or anything when it popped. Well, there is a um, huh. very small Sour House brewery up in Oregon um, that actually does one of their bills, and they call it Distill. They actually... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they li- not the brewery Distill, the but brewery, the beer is the called actual. Distill, and it's mm-hmm. honestly a flat, sour beer. At like twelve percent, really? <laughs> and and it's 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 excellent. How do they? How do they? Just, they just don't carbonate it, and it maintains flavor, well, and everything bo- is like. Or- they don't bottle conditions, so okay. most beers to carbonate in the bottle, you'll add yeast and you'll add a priming sugar, mm-hmm. and it'll carbonate. They yeah. chose in that beer not to do that, and to ca- name it as such, call it distill. They just bottle it directly. Oh, wow. And so if there is any level of carbonation, it's what's residual from the cask that they poured but it out of. But that's it. But that's they it. Mm-hmm. Um, they do bottle condition a lot of their other beers, but that one in particular they choose not to because mm-hmm. they simply like to present the style in that way. Mm-hmm. It smells pretty good. And I, I can't remember the name of the brewery, but it's an ex-brewer, uh, one of the ones that started at um, Deschutes, mm. and he opened a sour house. Any favorite breweries of yours? Um, I'm always going to... 
be an absolute fan of uh, Bell's. Don't break the glass. Um, <laughs> Bell's in large part because that's that's kind of where I got started. I mean, I met Laura and Larry pretty early on into my getting into beer mm-hmm. uh, introduction, and they were they're just great people. Um, beyond that, is that Jester King? Cigar City in an entirely different vein. Big beers done well. Um, but yeah. yeah, generally I'm a I I tend to stay more Midwest focused because that's what I was used to. You know, Three Floyds, Bells. Oh yeah, I don't blame you. Me too. <laughs> that's why every time I go, I'm like, I gotta have some of that stuff. So. So I was happy to go to Austin a couple weeks ago because I got to have Jolly Pumpkin for the first time in a while. How did that go? That trip. The trip to Austin. Mm-hmm. Was it just for pe- fun? Uh, no, uh, my wife had a class, and it was my birthday, and the class took an hour, and then we spent three days there. <laughs> oh, cool. So you just, how many days did you go? Three days. For a class? Well, it was my birthday. I know. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> just like, don't fucking forget the, it was my there birthday. There were ulterior <laughs> motives. <laughs> I think every day we cleared about four breweries. Sweet. Yeah, nice. it was a good time. We drank a lot of places. She enjoyed it, and then oh, you yeah, left the kid time. with your mom over here? With, actually, her parents flew in, too. Oh, her parents. Cool. So her parents uh, flew in, and so all three grandparents were together watching the little one, and we got an entire weekend away. Cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. That is fun. So we're drinking the, the Vulgar Affectation. This is from Jester King. Vulgar? Vulgar Affectation. Oh. So it's made with lemon bee balm and whorehound. Which is Which apparently I, a kind of weed. I said I was going to roll it because I don't know what that is. But. Yeah, it's kind of a thistle. Yeah. In front of oh, the thistle. Wow, that's As you can see in the front of the bottle, it's thistle-esque. Okay, how, how old is this one? Let's just say there what batch uh, it is. Batch number one, April 2nd, 2015. Oh, so it's maybe more than a year. Okay. Yeah. And it's suitable for vegetarians and vegans. As all of their beers are. <laughs> well, except the one batch they did where they used actually smoked wood. They did a, a golden straka, which is like a, a juniper smoked, um, smoked beer mm-hmm. from Finland. And because the wood that they used was from a local barbecue, oh. they couldn't say it was vegan because <laughs> it might have had like drippings on it. Oh, yeah. But beyond that, all their beers are labeled as such. Um, it's just a weird group of hippies who would annoy me if they didn't make good beer. Because <laughs> you're that picky. Yeah. Nice guys, though. So what do you guys think about this? It's very... As always, you have to... You know, it's something I discovered about Jester King. I love it. And we realize that if you wait, if you age it for a year or two, it starts losing. Some of them start Mm. losing the quality Mm. and the flavor. And you can just taste a little bit of acidity. Uh, I can't. Mm -hmm. So I think this one, I guess I haven't tasted this when it was made. Mm. But I guess it held up pretty well because I can still get some some hints of you know I mean the, it seems the, to the me more I mean clearly it's a wild ale because everything yeah. that Jester King does mm-hmm. is basically a wild ale mm-hmm. uh, which for those listening wild ale is just kind of the American term we've used for sour we've yeah. kind of adopted wild ale just because it's wild because traditionally uh, sour beers were made sour because whatever bacteria and yeast flew into open vats yeah. is what fermented the beer so the U.S. just started terming them wild beers because that was the me- yeah. that was the type of inoculation. But I'd say that honestly, traditionally, this tastes more like a Sasan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In that very in that very kind of 
I get that. Obviously, that that lacto flavor, that yeah. acid, uh, weird. I I love it, but it's just I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little caustic, and since a bit. I mean, you you know that's why I always like what's in this beer because if it's somebody just comes to oh it's Jesterkin, I can assume just like okay so which one because they all kind of have the different. same backbone of flavor unless so? they tell you yeah I think so they have a very distinctive yeah. flavor starting about uh, I would say mid 2014 when they started using their own yeast okay yeah. uh, they harvest their own yeast out at the farm so if you've never been to Jesterkin it quite literally is just a farm where they brew. Um, and so they, they collected their own yeast just wildly. They just set out collectors, and then they played with the yeast a little bit to get the strain they wanted. And yeast strains give a lot of flavor to the beer, especially when you have a unique strain. You can mm-hmm. very much differentiate between beers based on the yeast strain. Um, and Jester King has been using that strain in all of their beers except two, which I want to say is Mad Meg, their table okay. beer, their yeah. 3% okay. beer. Mm-hmm. And they also have their... Um, uh, black metal. They're oh, the black metal. The imperial is, yes. stout. They they yeah, don't use it in that. Totally different. That's not. That it tastes like any imperial yeah. stout you would imagine. Sour. Not anymore. Not anymore. Really? Not anymore. The last one I had was a bit sour. Yeah, but on this tap, one, it was basically like drinking. Um, yeah. Any imperial. It was basically like drinking ten fifty, except hmm. thicker. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Interesting. No, this one just reminds me. Like one of my favorite from Jester King is Norkel. Mm-hmm. And this mm. one reminds me a lot of it, aside from the salty, the... briny taste and the mushroomy, earthy flavors. I can see that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. Oh. Cheers, guys. We haven't cheered. We didn't cheer yesterday. We just started drinking. I was kind of drunk. <laughs> you were tired. I was really tired. So, yeah. So what else have you been doing lately, Todd, aside from teaching, wanting to get your students, and <laughs> the whole deception that just happened a couple days ago? Uh, at this point, I'm, I'm not tired of the election because it occurred. I'm tired of the election because I want the media to stop calling me to do interviews. Yeah. Um, I think in this, <laughs> this you past... Know, stop calling him. Yeah, this past week, just this week alone, I've done... I think counting the two I did today, 14. Holy Whoa. shit! Yeah. Um, Wait, 14? Didn't yeah. you? Okay, you did... How many did you do the, the day of? So, Monday I did one. Tuesday I did three. That's four. Um, Wednesday I did... Okay, actually, on-air TV interviews, I did four. But I also did a radio interview, um, oh, and I did a newspaper interview. Okay. And then on... Thursday, I had another three, and then today I did two. Okay. And this is an interview, but we won't talk about it. (laughs) Just make it a little bit different. Yeah, exactly. That's why this, that's why Aaron was like, are you you done done talking yet this week? And I'm like, well, as long as I'm not talking about that stuff, I'm probably going to be happy. It's beer. There's beer involved in... Yeah, because you've been at the bar since Tuesday. That's Every what, day that's what since I was going to say. There's been a reason you've seen me in your bar three <laughs> times. It's because, well, I needed it. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. He serves himself pretty much. Good. He just goes behind the bar. And now everybody thinks he can do the same. I'm like, no. Everybody thinks that? Yeah, a lot that. of well, trivia no. people. The other day I let Kit let you know do it because I was really busy. Told you I don't know where he was. And then he was just, can I do it? And like just one, just one time. Todd is the that's only way funny. I can do it. <laughs> but I will go behind the bar and just grab a beer and be like, this. I'm drinking this now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 
<laughs> Special privileges. Well, it, a little bit. It's not like I'm going to make a mixed drink right. in the bar. He has earned it, dude. <laughs> he has there, put up with my up customers for, yeah. did we say three years of yes, trivia now? I've been doing oh, trivia yeah. there for, it's a little over three years. Yeah. You've, you've got your audience, you got your fans, you got people that don't like I you. I certainly have my detractors. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of funny because at Alamo, I talked to one of the guys and... I was asking them about trivia, and then they mentioned you. Like, oh, yeah, that gentleman, he was kind of loud. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Todd. Oh, that's his name, the, the professor guy? I'm like, yeah. Oh. And it was funny because now you tell me that they asked you to uh-huh. to do it over there. I'm like, cool. I thought they were bothered by you. But no, they Ashley, you know. Ashley Castor, who was the original host, yeah, um, had to step down because she was a local reporter, and she took a different time slot job, and she couldn't do it. Um, so she had actually recommended me as a replacement mm-hmm. to the company. Um, okay. <laughs> but because of my job, uh, I can't take positions outside of the university that pay that are more than like four hours of a, mm. of a week. Um, so I just simply couldn't do it. Plus, you know, at this point, I only go out of the house outside of this week, usually one night <laughs> a week. And that's generally to run trivia or play trivia. I'm so sorry about my dog. Yeah, it just loves me. That's what happens. If you don't like dogs, they're just like, you're like a magnet. It's like I adopted a dog crotch. <laughs> <laughs> she's so, so nice. She's a good dog. Oh, she's so. being very well behaved. Oh, she does. She knows how to sit and she shakes and all that. So she's she's smart. She just wants to play. Yeah. She wants attention. Yeah. So. But no, yeah, it's uh. been a good week. Uh, in, in terms of exposure, I've certainly had a lot of that. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to get back to normal. That's cool. It'll happen by the end of the You week. think that's going to happen soon? Uh, no. Okay. I think after the inauguration, things will set in and become easier. But that's January 20th. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, like, January. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's not talk about it. Yes, let's not. The she only thing I'll say is I will go and get some chingatupelo in Chicago. <laughs> some beer. From, what is that, Five Rabbit? Five yeah. yeah, five hours. That's pretty I'm much what I'll straight. do. Probably give the finger to Trump Tower and eh, that's about it. So, what do we got here, Juan? He's pouring the next one. It is. Boiler room. Boiler room. Oh, uh, boiler room. Boiler mm. room. Delectable boiler room. Um, you think it's a little bit flat now? That's fine. Well, Was it like 3.8%? Are you really yeah, going to be able to tell? Not really. I don't think so. So, thank yeah. oh, you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. It so, do we want to start with this? Get the ball rolling with these this questions. Is just the introduction. Sure. Okay, go for it. Let's get. Let's have some fun. I'm sure that his answers are going to be fun. <coughs> <laughs> All right. So let's let's have a little softball. Um, what historical figure would you like to have a drink with, and what drink would that be? So, living or and dead. And why? Why that person? Uh, living or dead historical figure. Mm-hmm. Um, probably John Marbury. John Marbury. Or, I'm sorry, not John Marbury. John Marshall. Oh, okay. Um, Supreme Court Justice? Yeah. Of course. Because um, he pretty much invented the Supreme Court as we know it in terms of being able to uh, review the acts of the other two branches of government. Um, probably the most famous Chief Justice of the United States. And yeah, I think that would be a good drink to sit down and have. Probably wasn't a down-to-earth guy, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm not really either, so... But I think that would be fun. What drink would I have? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Considering the time period, it'd probably be Applejack, because mm. that's what it would be. Oh, nice. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that you picked somebody like that. Yeah, it makes sense. 
Okay. I was expecting, like, you know. Hamilton. Yeah, maybe. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Sing some songs for him. <laughs> this is my problem is, you know, it, it's a great musical. I love it. It's. How many times Alex, have you seen it? Uh, seen the musical? Yeah. Once. Okay. The problem is, Alexander Hamilton, probably in reality, and I'm almost certain of it, was a complete asshole. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why <laughs> like, I just an absolute of ass. Which is, it would be like me in political life. It would be just absolutely deplorable. I have no chill, and clearly he. Maybe didn't you're him, like reincarnated or something. <laughs> I hope not. Having a beer with yourself. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think I have a rival who's going to end up shooting me. So I think I'm probably safe there. I have students who might shoot me, but I wouldn't really call them rivals. <laughs> oh yeah. So I was going to ask you about your student. Did you really had a mother call you or email you? Yeah. What? what? Uh, In, for a college student? Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, so I'm our department's... Um, Maybe you can vent. Yeah, I'm our department's pre-law that. advisor. Yeah. Um, so I was not... I was actually on an interview. Um, and I got a phone message from a mother who wanted to make an appointment for some pre-law advising for her and her daughter. And for those of you who don't know, there exists uh, something called FERPA which is basically it means that anyone who's over the age of 18 and you're an instructor, you can't share any sort of records or information or anything approaching that with them. So I simply just got to call her back and explain FERPA to her while she got angry. The mother. The mother. And also why I had to explain. It was a fun conversation. I mean, clearly not for her, but fun for me. (laughs) Um, Because I explained to her what FERPA was and what it meant. And she got upset, and I'm like, your daughter wants to go into pre-law. Presumably, her professor should probably actually have read the law and know what it says, so I can't talk to you about this. Oh. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. my job to please the parents. It's my job to please the students. But wait, the parents should not be calling. Yeah, that's a little crazy. I mean, the interesting one is a student. In all honesty, I've, I've been teaching now for it's like about my almost 10th year at this point. Um, and I've only actually had direct contact with three parents. Wow. So, it, so I mean, it is very much on the minority end okay. of things. Um, but it does happen. I think every professor's dealt with it. Um, and that's why at least we get to happily say FERPA and we can't talk to you. Okay. Is there a moment like, or a situation, an event that you can really, that you want to, I don't know, like, like, what, like share, a like crazy a moment <laughs> that you want to share with your student. Like some moment that you just really like, what the fuck? Like, I, think, I, think, I mean, I know you've got a lot. Oh, but, yeah. But, I think but, probably my, like, my favorite one yeah. um, is I was teaching at Western Michigan at the time. And I was teaching an online class during the summer, so I didn't have to be on campus. And I had a student. So first off, if you're taking an online class, if mm-hmm. you get caught cheating in that online class, you're an absolute idiot. Because it's an online class. There, there should be... You how should, can you cheat? Uh, here's how you do it. <laughs> and get caught. <laughs> Individual was having, uh, was having an instant messenger chat with Sick. one of her friends about the exam. And instead of cutting pasting just the answer into the answer box, she cut and pasted the, whole the chat entire log. chat log. <laughs> 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 I just can't. 
That's, I, that's I had to go around and show my whole department. Like everyone, I was like, you have to see this. This is this is the level just of stupid. shame it publicly. That is funny. How can? I that's also, just I've also had a student plagiarize the Wikipedia entry on plagiarism. Oh, nice. <laughs> Are you serious? Not even kidding you. The assignment was watch this short video about plagiarism and, and, and demonstrate that you watched the video, i.e. this happened now and this happened then. Just I watched the video. I was a warm body in front of this video. Instead of doing that, they worked way harder than they needed to do and did some creative cutting and pasting from the Wikipedia article on plagiarism. Wow. How did you know it was? It was... Because no student writes that well. Ah. <laughs> okay. That's also, did that happen here at Utah? Also, or? Hyper, no, that was also at Western Michigan. Okay. Uh, also, they left in a hyperlink. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, Citation needed. Yeah. yeah. Why is this in blue? <laughs> yeah. Italicized. Like, so, like, some of the biggest hints for those, like, if, I mean, obviously the hyperlink one's easy. If you notice the font change randomly yeah. in the middle of a document, that means someone cut and paste something. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Can you at least adjust the fonts and, you know, styles? And One would hope. <laughs> uh, but it happens, I'd probably say, once a semester. Wow. Uh, Is it really plagiarizing when you copy-paste, but then you change some words, you change the font, and things like that? You change the font. Come on. <laughs> that, that <laughs> Just asking. I'm, I've never done it. I mean, you know what? Um, People... It, I mean, here's the thing. If you can summarize, you should never have to plagiarize. Yeah. That's but I guess just, most people can't, obviously. I mean, or, or, or aren't willing to put forth the effort to do it. Um, that's certainly the case. So, yeah. Sometimes there's things that are really well said and you want to bring them the way they are. Then quote but it. But then you quote <laughs> You know, you just, you just said, like, ask whatever. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And then. Whoever said uh, this, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It wow. took me a while because I, I went to school in Mexico and rules are way lax over there. And then when I went to my master's, I was like, what do you mean I can do that? I'm, I do it all the time. Okay, well, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not that difficult. Like, yeah, that's kind of why I've gotten uh, really thankful that I also teach our stats courses, because you can't play, there's no, you can't cheat. You're, you're either right or you're wrong. <laughs> and most of the time they're wrong, but at least I know they got there on their own accord. Yeah, but people do. But they still do, because they're people. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, well, moving on. We moving keep on. talking beer and shit. So we've got this. Oh, he's going to bring another one. Okay. Uh, if you were to die and come back as a beer, wine, or spirit, which one would it be? Come back as a beer, wine, or spirit? Yeah. Like something someone else is going to consume? Yes. Yet yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, fuck no. I'm what? not an organ donor for a reader. I'm s- for, for a reason. I'm certainly not going to be someone's spirit. <laughs> not even if it's just the bottle that is left on top of the shelf that is going to collect dust. No. Oh, wow. No, put, like, cremate me and I'm done. <laughs> Life ashes. is finite. Okay, what about making a beer with your ashes? No? I Still. Mean, with my ashes, it wouldn't be vegan. Yeah, it certainly wouldn't be vegan. Donate them to Jester King. Here, here's Professor, Doctor. Here's Doctor Professor. Yeah, Doctor Professor. (laughs) Ashes, do what you want with them, and sounds like something Dogfish Head would do. (laughs) Maybe I don't know, but (laughs) blood orange and human ashes. (laughs) 
First we chewed on the ashes, then we spit it out. It's our new triple IPA. <laughs> Dr. Curry. That's the name of beer already. I can yeah. see it. <laughs> okay, fine. Nothing. Then. <laughs> no, that's... The Not even if they give it to your wife or something. No one deserves to drink me. Or your daughter would be like, here, this is your dad. <laughs> Your this is your dad in this bottle. That's horrifying. Your dad had one wish. On your 21st birthday, you can ingest him. <laughs> okay. I love you, dad. Glue, glue, glue. Get drunk, dad. I'm high on dad. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> what is this one doing? I think we just paused the music here. No, it's uh, playing, so I'm trying to fix it. Oh, I thought you had 30 minutes of uh, commercial-free music. <laughs> well, it's been a very 30 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. It wants, me, it wants me to sign up for... for uh, That's just no. Oh, you don't need that. Okay, cool. Are you sure? No, yeah, no. We're, we're good. We're good. I don't know. Sign up. Just in case. <laughs> we we could, can do it for a Ralph. <laughs> Safety net. Yeah. Just in case. You never know, Ralph. Still need what? to get your girl. Oh, you're gonna I sign me come. up on there? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay. All right, throw the other one. Throw the other one. Mm-hmm. Your turn. Another question. Well, yeah, this one he just doesn't want. Doesn't want to come back as a, a uh, no. As a spirit, I don't want to come back. Not even come back <laughs> at all, like no. as anything. No. A bug, a dog, a no. cat, nothing. No. Just, just okay. So, what what is your <laughs> desert island beer like? You're on a boat, and it's filled with a bunch of different beers. It goes down. You have to save one case of beer. I only get a case. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that's just depressing. Well, I mean, if you if you can swim and just rescue the whole thing, what would it be? Get a whole pallet. <laughs> uh, probably Anderson Valley's Blood Orange Goza. Yeah, because we're not getting it here. Well, exactly. Okay. Yeah, because it's no longer in El Paso. Um, also, just because it's so easy drinking, the salt. I imagine salt on a mm. desert island will probably be nice. Really? It's a mineral you need to lose your sweating. There isn't enough salt. Or if it's well, you're not gonna dr- you're not gonna drink ocean water. Yeah. Okay, so no ocean water because of the salt, but you will drink. Because it's the, it's not the, the same amount. The... It's a level. It's a toxicity oh, level. True. Okay. Let's go crazy drinking. So Anderson Valley. Yeah, the blood orange goza. Blood I really orange like goza. It. I was very happy every time you brought it. You every time you got it in the bar, and I pers- well, and I, and I tried like getting more, but it just you know, nope. No Anderson Valley. The only ones I have left is that winter one, and that's it. The winter... Winter solstice? Yeah, I'm never going to drink that. You don't like it? The only thing they ever did well was their gozas. <laughs> oh. I never had a beer from them outside of that that I ever Not wanted. even the barrel-age ones? No. No? They taste watery and not good. Ah, you're a, that's the first coming from you. I, I love barrel-age beer done I well. When it's done poorly, I... Like some breweries from... New Orleans who do barrel aged stuff that's absolutely horrible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't I don't I don't like beer from New Orleans. No. I can barely pass a Well, a is the brewery that has tried barrel aged stuff that no. Just no. 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 Just don't try it ever again, please. And they use <laughs> such fantastic barrels. Because they, they had the buffalo trace barrels and the puppy bungle barrels. Well yeah, yeah, but still you can you can still fuck it up. Yeah, if you put crap in a barrel, it's just going to come out tasting like barrel-covered barrel. crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. 
barrel. Because just my, my dog cannot get enough of you. Man, this smells what great. What is this? What is this one? This is uh. This is tool or tool. 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 Velvets are blue. Rustic or rustic? I don't know how to put this. Blue saison style elf fermented with blueberries, and it has no palace on it. I don't know why it fucking <laughs> has a cactus on it. What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. I don't know. You don't know about the blueberry cactus? <laughs> are you <What>? serious? What? So instead of prickly pears, you got prickly blueberries? Prickly berries. Blueberries. Good I mean, I do like it. The only thing I don't like it, it's really carbonated. Yeah. Like, it's it's a bit over-carved. Um, Tastes like I'm uh, drinking Perrier. It's like a spritzer oh, yeah. with a blueberry sasan thrown in. Okay. I'm going to try. Ooh. The smell, though, is awesome. Oh, no, it smells good. That smells really nice. Hmm. Hmm. It's quiet. <laughs> I know. Tool. Velvets are blue. Rustique. What does it say on the other side? It says, we have quoted our diary and made you a poetic blue saison, brewed with blueberries and fermented with lactic acid bacteria to create a tart, complex, and sour experience. It is not that sour. It's not... No, it's not bad. You can get a little bit of the lactic and lacto in the A back. little bit. Product of Belgium. I don't get much of, I mean. Well, that, this is largely my problem. Is it's, in the United States, uh, certain breweries, the breweries that I'm a huge fan of, have gone a long way to basically making people have no idea what the hell is the difference between a Sasan and a Sour or a Wild Ale. Please tell us. There's entirely different flavor profiles. You oh, don't need to have lacto in a sasan for a bit to be a sasan. Okay. Um, so that like tannic kind of sharp acetyl finish that you're getting in the back end, that's not necessary to be present in a sasan. That's just a choice. Um, Jolly Pumpkin is probably the most notorious for it. Their beer is amazing. Amazing, but it straddles that line between being a farmhouse and being a sour. Okay. And. The sour, the difference is, is that for them, when they were making a sour, they purposely put the beer into inoculated barrels that have a collection of bugs, bacteria, um, mm-hmm. like lacto, brett, and pediococcus um, that comes out with a unique flavor. When you're doing sasan, it's like the perfect example of a sasan that I don't think is sour and is 100% to the style is hennepin. Okay. It's not sour. It tastes like, and I most people hate this descriptor, but it's true. It tastes like a warm. It tastes like a wet horse That's blanket. That's the Omega one, right? Yeah. yeah, it tastes like a wet horse blanket. It has that oh, just barnyard God. flavor to it. <laughs> um, it's very earthy, uh-huh. um, and I don't think you could taste most of the sours that we've tasted tonight and go, "Those are earthy." Mm-mm. Okay. Sasan really. has an earthy tone to it. Um, at least a traditional Sasan. It just means farmhouse. Yeah. It's what's it was traditionally brewed um, in southern Belgium and northern France in the farmhouses. It was their traditional style. Like one of my favorite breweries overseas is Fantome, which mm. is a French farmhouse that does it exactly the same way they've always they've done, done it. it for which ever. is why 
it would never exist in the United States. Because um, <laughs> I'm sure that 90% of their beers have cobwebs and droppings and weird stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well. Farmhouse. I'm who, sure who when you about, taste it, Who cares you're about like, quality Ooh. control? It's a farmhouse. So <laughs> it's okay to drink some bugs and shit like that, but never drink Tide, okay? Just don't drink Tide. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You like to brew. Yeah. When was the last time you brewed? Uh, about two months before my daughter was conceived. <laughs> <laughs> Not even born. No, it it's been a while. It's it's one of those things that uh, my brewing partner was in the midst of a move and a new job, and then got in a car accident, oh, and then I had a child, and I d- I have difficulty finding time to do all the work that I want to do. Uh huh. Okay. And have free time. So I, I haven't been able to get back into it. Okay. Uh, my best answer is call me after I get tenure. <laughs> Very nice. I'll well, be well, I'll be brewing okay. a lot in class. Yes. In class, yeah, right. I will okay. have an elective. Well, when you brewed, what what is the most complicated beer that you've ever brewed? That you're like, oh shit, and uh, it turned out okay, and our you you know, bourbon aged raspberry imperial stout. Ooh. The one you made with Justin. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that was, was good. good. Yeah. What um, was so complicated about it? What was so complicated yeah. about it? Um, yeah. So we decided not to use raspberry puree. Okay. Um, which means that you had to sterilize the raspberries before they went into oh. Because okay, if they so had any sort of bacteria on them, they the would You use the fresh effect. raspberries. No, you soaked no. them in vodka. Mm. Okay. Ah. Okay. That, that will kill. Yeah. Some, yeah. See, so there's that step. And then there was also the, because we were adding bourbon-soaked oak chips to it. Yeah, um, I remember. I, I, you outside guys of doing the that, fact yeah. that when you're brewing an imperial stout, I think ours ended up coming out about twelve percent, twelve to thirteen, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, the amount of malt you have to use is just so much significantly higher because you're having to crank up the ABV with something, and it's certainly going to have to be malt. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were a lot more steps involved, and then the bourbon aging process. Um, we added bourbon-soaked oat chips in three different stages. Um, and so, I mean, the ultimate process, I think that beer, t- until we went from brewing to kegging, I want to say it was five months. Wow. Oh, wow. Did you guys drink the vodka? Because you basically <laughs> infused it with raspberries. Uh, I don't, I don't, no. I'm not a big vodka person. It, I mean, I have vodka at my house, and the only use for it is Bloody Marys. Okay. Okay. But I wasn't going to have a raspberry Bloody Mary, because I don't think mm, yeah, that, that's just, yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. If that I, sounds odd. I mean, I, I don't drink vodka, but if I had to do that, I'd I would have drank it. Drank it yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Definitely, I would have. You would. Yeah. Oh, just mm-hmm. chug it. Yeah. I'll think about it. <laughs> so, would you say that's your pride and joy? Um, it was. I would say it was my first uh, ground-up uh, recipe design. Mm-hmm. Most of the other times, I had been doing other people's recipes, or Justin and I would have collaborated on a recipe. But from the ground up, that was 100% my recipe, and the fact that it didn't turn out to be just a uh, shitstorm of horribleness. So that was uh, your recipe. That was my recipe. I thought it was Justin. I think no. he claimed that it was No. Uh, Come I, on, Justin. I asked um, a buddy of mine, Sawyer, who's the um, sell- seller manager at Bell's, um, yeah. about different malt profiles in an imperial stout, because I'd never brewed one. Yeah. And they probably brew my favorite imperial stout, which is uh, Expedition Stout. And so I asked him about malt profiles, and he actually told me that he would up the special B, which mm-hmm. is a type of grain, um, 
Uh, and I did, and it was good because you actually got that chocolate flavor. You remember for the beer, there was a slight chocolate tinge, yeah. and that was from all the special bee that we used. It was a really good beer. I remember tasting it. So you guys, I wish I had had. Yeah, we actually had it on. Um, we had a brew with the not brew with the zoo. Uh, the homebrew thing, not this year, but last year probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, big brew. Yeah, big brew. Yeah, yeah. we brought it out there because we had a couple growlers left. Yeah, I remember tasting. Because there's bit nothing of it better on a hot. March no. day than drinking a 13% beer. <laughs> I mean, any time is a good time for a 13% beer. It just I depends so. on the, you know, if it's a stout, I wouldn't really drink it in the summertime, but there's some other you ones. You have to remember, I think it's hot past 85 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you think it's cold past... About 30. Yeah. Yeah. So Everything temperate. else in there is comfortable. Okay. Yeah, we're totally different. We've had a very comfortable couple of days. Yeah, this past week has been comfortable. I've been kind of cold, but you always criticize me and say cold. Mm-hmm. We're from the fucking Midwest. Cold. I'm not used to it anymore, okay? I've lived here four and years. I told and you, I'm, layers. Yeah, I lived here four years, and I'm still enjoying it. I've been it. here for four years, too, so whatever. So you acclimated I, faster. I guess. Well, because we're Mexicans, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I'm just about as white as you can get, so <laughs> there, is, there is that. Okay. okay, all right. Well, this is pretty good. I think I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't kick it out of bed. No, it's not bad, but I wouldn't. Yeah. All right. So let's ask another question. Yeah. All right. So Todd, what is your biggest extravagance in terms of money spent? Yeah. Like what do you collect? What do you spend your money on? So, you know. Oh, okay. Honestly, beer glasses, and I, that should glasses. shock no one that's been to my house. Like. Yeah, no, that's not shocking at yeah. all. I mean, I was kind of shocked the first time I saw it. Well, like, yeah, Whoa. the first time you see it, it is a bit shocking. Um, so I, I just I started collecting beer glasses. I'm talking pint glasses. I'm usually talking mm. stemware, um, and yeah, at this point, I think I have around over six hundred. What? Yeah. So what I saw just, was just the tip of the iceberg? Yeah. Holy Ooh. shit, where do you keep this? Yeah, where do you keep um, it? With a kid in the house. In the beer closet now. So where you know how the, the beer, beer used to be in the pantry? Now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that, the thing that was kind of the catch-all closet has just become my beer closet. The catch-all closet. Where yeah, is as you walk in the door, closet? it's right downstairs, right off the family room, across oh. from the laundry room. Okay. It's just like a small, like... It's like a maid's quarters area. But yeah, that's that's my beer room at this point, and my glassware's in there, uh, some of it. But it's I'm all gonna move it all up to my office because the little one isn't allowed in my office. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna move that. But are you gonna like display it, or just gonna keep it? And I'm gonna get similar displays to the ones I have and display it all. My God, are you gonna be one of those guys that is just like kind of like. You know, dusting it off every now and then. Yeah, I'm pretty horrible at that. I haven't dusted it since I've been there. So these aren't for drinking out of? No, I do drink out of them. I rinse them with water, and I do drink out of them every chance I get. Um, But I I am kind of snobbish in that sense. Um, Like, okay, this is how snobbish I am. I brought two Goose Island beers tonight. Um, that we're going to open here shortly. I uh, have some Goose Island glassware. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, I was very tempted to bring my Goose Island stemware. <laughs> Don't do um, that. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, it's, hey, look, it's, that's one of the ones. Yay, we got Goose Island glassware, yeah. of course. So that's very much, yes. Here, you can, you, can, you can have the one that says Goose Island on it. So do you have any, any glassware that's... Like, here. especially expensive, or is it just the quantity that... Uh, no, I do have... So, my original CBS glass, 
So Canadian Breakfast Stout uh-huh. was a beer that Founders put out. Um, that is basically their... It's KBS, except instead of aging it in bourbon barrels, they aged it in bourbon barrels that had previously held maple syrup. Um, so they sold it Canadian Breakfast Stout. They released a glass that they made about 300 of. That is a 22-ounce glass, so you can actually pour a whole bomber into the glass. Very nice. um, those are going online now for about... Um, Hundred hundred fifty dollars. Okay. Uh, the first um, the first time Catillon uh, was at Jester King. Uh, so for Zwan's Day, I think this was two years ago. Um, they did a special glass with Jester King and Catillon. I think they only had it for that day. I think there were one hundred and fifty of them, and I had someone buy one and ship it to me. Oh man! Like, I didn't want any of the beer. I'm like, just ship me the glass. Um, and then I have a Fantome glass um, that has a the stem is actually spiraled. Nice. And, yeah, that that's probably my favorite that I never use because I'm afraid I'll oh, break, break it. it. <laughs> that's what I'd be afraid of, too. Like, I still use the CBS <laughs> glass. I still use the Jesterkin glass. Um, the only one I don't use is the one with the spiraled mm. stem because if that break, there's no replacing that glass. It's the only one of that type I've ever seen. Um, but, yeah, I, I usually, every place, I, every brewery I go, if they have stemware, I probably buy one. Um, yeah. That's probably my biggest extravagance. That's pretty um, cool. Which, I mean, which in terms of like at any given moment, it's not a huge extravagance because I'm paying at the most like twelve dollars. But still, you've got like six hundred. Yeah, in terms of sheer number, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of an extravagance. And you're gonna display them. Yeah. Man, I would just be, I would be nervous about that because I, I don't like. I like we're at a glass table. Mm-hmm. I'm very paranoid about glass tables and glass anything because I'm just afraid of breaking it, crystals or. Yeah. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back in my squeaky chair. Well, that's why, that's one of the impetuses to move it, because right now the ones that I have that are displayed are in our kitchen, and we have a 15-year-old, mm. and it's it's a glass display mm. oh, yeah. filled with glass. Yeah. And so, what yeah, a it needs to get moved. I do get <laughs> nervous getting close to it. Yeah. It needs to get moved, so I'm going to move it upstairs. Put, and like, how much did you, did you say how much you spent on glassware? I don't know. I mean, I think if you consider I've got about 600 glasses, and if you say that on average I probably spent, let's just say $11. Okay. So, Damn. yeah, that's, almost that's, yeah. $7,000. So <laughs> that's over the years. course of like 10 <laughs> years. Yeah. So. Okay. We, I mean, look at it this way. Saying. It's one less beer I've had at each of those breweries, yeah. and I bought a glass instead. <laughs> if you, if I told you I spent seven thousand dollars in the past ten years on beer, you would go. Of course you did. You probably spent like three times that. <laughs> yeah, I said we need to rinse some of these, and then uh, let's do you know side to side Juliet from Goose Island now. Yes. A twenty twelve and a twenty thirteen. I haven't had this. I think since I left Chicago, since we left, or maybe more. If I remember, the twenty twelve is still when it was all Goose Island. Yeah, was it? I, I wanted. It was either that or 2011. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'd have to look it up. We got married in 2009. Yeah, it was around that time. Yeah. 11 or 12. And especially this, 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 this one was bottled the 2012 on 126. Yeah. So if it happened at any point in 2012, it yep. was probably after that. Yeah, because now. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah, totally. now they're in 750s. Now they're in 750s, but it's still pretty good. Oh yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I have no problem with the beer. Okay. Um, I just I, had a 2013 Lolita the other day. Yeah. It was Lolita. pretty fucking good. Didn't you try it? With yeah. with uh, Alex. Sarah? Alex oh, no. uh, took it to the so. bar. No. We, okay, no. 
Unfortunately not. Oh, boo, I'm sorry. Well, Todd can, Todd can drink him from the, uh, from the Goose Island yeah. cups. I'll, I'll just do that. There we go. Because if you actually look on, uh, well, I'm not sure if it's on the new ones, <laughs> uh, the new bottles. What? Yeah, on the new bottles, they, they actually have it on both the old bottles and the new bottles. They actually tell you what type of glass to serve it in, and it's quite literally, oh, yeah. it's the picture it's of this that. glass. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the old ones, too. Okay. Yeah, so I, was, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if it was on the new ones. Yeah. I know we're saying new when it's a 2013 bottle. Well, relatively. Yeah. Yeah, too well. I mean, they're still making it, so we'll see what we can get our hands on now. Okay, there you go, sir. Do the honors. Yay. This is appropriate music. Yeah. Epic. <laughs> now, these are these are branded as um, Belgian wild ales. Um because yeah, this one, uh, the Matilda and the um, Matilda's a Sasan. That's a, okay, but what else? There's another Matilda, one. Matilda, Sophie, Pierre, Jacques, uh, the three sisters. Well, the three sisters. Halia. Halia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What is the other one? The first time they did it, they were known as the three sisters. Juliet. It was Lolita, Juliet, and. Sophie. They Sophie. Sophie. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Those are, and they were known as the three sisters, and it's the first ones they did. Since you've got the glasses over there, go ahead and pour. You're going to pour? Who's no, pouring? I'll let you all pour. Okay. I'm happy to open. He's happy to open and just leave him enough so he can drink the rest. Look at that. Oh. That's a nice color. That's very nice. So we're pouring out the Juliet. With their epic music. Yeah. <laughs> S- some, someone's yawping through a battlefield behind us. <laughs> wow. Okay. There you go, sir. Thank you. Yep. All right. So. Well, I'm gonna keep this for me. I got it. I got it. What? I don't like care. Well, yeah. I did steal a lot is, of glasses from. Is there a difference Denver. between? Oh, this yeah, is just this one okay. says blue moon on it. Oh. <laughs> so you can definitely tell just on the nose alone how much more acetyl this mm. beer is gonna be. Oh! Yeah. Oh my god. This, what do you call these right here, then? Like the back of your cheeks? The back of your, yeah. So yeah, this is, that, this is the first one where you've, mm. the other ones you've got oh. a little bit of that acetyl, but this is enough that you get kind of that tingle in the back of your tongue. Yeah. Um, that's what I like. I've that, been getting more my... into sours, and but since yeah, I met really Todd, I've never met anybody else that really, really likes this Super sour, I, vinegary. Taste. I enjoy the, the super sourness of it. I mean, yeah. if, if you're gonna have a sour, yeah, something. I, I, this you know. is what you mean by sour. Yeah, yeah. This is a to me. The other this one is, is the first true sour, sour. we've had. Okay. Um, everything else is in a in the sour range. Like mm-hmm. boiler room is very much a sour. I mean, part of the process of making a Merlin Bearliner Vice is called sour mashing. Oh um, shit. Okay. But this is to me is this is a sour. Um, it is sour. It's really good. It is good. It is good. Five. <laughs> you guys are suffering here. You guys are suffering. And we're Mexicans. We like sour shit. But just, just, I'm not. I, I don't know. I remember the first time I tried Lolita. Uh, Lolita. It was the, at the Charleston. Oh my god. In like, Chicago. And we I, just got excited. I, I wasn't expecting even. the sourness on, on the beer. And, and that's uh, cherries. That's that has yeah. The same thing happened for Erin uh, the first time Ooh. she had Wild One, uh, which is Bell's sour ale. Um, mm-hmm. that's very much in the same vein of these. Uh, didn't know what to expect. I'm like, here, try this. And she thought I was drinking a brown ale because <laughs> most sours look like the type of beer yeah. they were before mm-hmm. they got inoculated. Um, and so they use Bell's Best Brown and then 
give it souring bacteria and it becomes wild one. Um, so she tried it and then, well, if you've heard, you've been listening to Michelle and that's pretty much the reaction she had. <laughs> um, except not knowing what she was getting into right. when she when she tried it. That must have been a we shock. We didn't know what we yeah. were getting into. I just like, oh, Lolita, no, go silent. But right now, this, you knew that it was going to be a sour. And, I didn't uh, know back then. Yeah, exactly. But we're talking about now. We're talking, oh, no, yeah, no, and I'll buy it and... Well, since we have, we have the ability here, because I had two bottles, um, I've got a 2013 to go alongside the 2012. Yeah, I went to do side to so side. So we should probably try it side by side to see how the so beer's changed at all. Rinse. You can tell that this one is post-InBev because it's got nice foil work on the I top. I really like it. I was like, be careful. I like that. That's the foil, nice. which the foil is very clearly is not working nearly as well as it's supposed to. <laughs> it's... it's Three years old. They use cheap foil. Damn. And I didn't bring my knife. I feel like I'm playing oh. a video game. Like. Yeah, they've done that too. Oh, that this is like okay. Yeah. See, I'm not wrong. So what, what is this? Uh, uh, it's two steps from hell. Two steps from hell. It's um uh basically an orchestra based out of uh, L.A. They do a lot of movie scores. They also do a lot of video game scores. That's really cool. Um, a lot of their membership is into the, uh, very shortly they're going to be doing. Um, so you know how you've heard, like, listen to three cellos play Tool. Mm. Yeah, they're doing a full orchestrated um, set where they're going to include a lot of bands in that nature, and it's going to be the same folks playing here. Very cool. So you're also a lot into music. Yeah, I was a jazz performance minor in, high, in college, yeah. so... I, I am kind of a music nerd as well. Okay. Not that I play anymore because I sold all that when what I was in grad school. What did you play for? Uh, I played, well, I owned a tuba, a trombone, a bass trombone, a trumpet, and a French horn. Holy hell. Because um, I played most brass oh, instruments. Oh, God, Jesus. That's a dog. Oh, I just <laughs> got, okay, somebody's craving beer. She loves beer. <laughs> Ew. I'm just slob. Okay. Is there... No, you haven't served yourself. Okay. Oh, no, I was just waiting right. for it. Well, here we go, side by side. And one is actually giving Maggie... <laughs> here, oh my have God, some boiler it. room. <laughs> <laughs> she just uh, drank a little bit of that raspberry... Oh, no, the tool? The tool. To all. I think to she old. liked it. To all tool. <laughs> yeah. Belgian, so I don't know how there's, to there's pronounce it. There's an O it. with a something through it, and I'm American, so I don't know how to pronounce that. Ooh. Ooh. Your bartender is calling one. Do you mind taking the call? Obviously, this is what happens when we're not at the bar. Wow. Mm. I can totally... So less sour like, to me. Yeah. By, in a, less of those vinegar overtones. It's clearly still sour. Um and it got like a weird bubblegum kind of taste. That would be the beginning of an infection. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, bubblegum is never an intended flavor in beer. Um, okay, unless you're Dark Horse. So Dark or Horse. Or Gumblehead. Gumblehead is. No, Gumblehead is not to taste like gumballs purposely. I know, but it just kind of <clears throat> gives it a hint of it. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. I'm just weird like that. Yeah, it, so usually that bubblegum flavor is a little bit uh -oh. of an infection. Um, which it's it's odd to talk about an infection in a sour since Especially the goes you infect it. <laughs> Are you looking forward to the um, pasteurized uh... the BCBS? Mm -hmm. uh, so Bourbon County, not yeah. BCBS. 
Bourbon County. Stout, BCS. Um, it Goose being, Island, Bourbon County. Yeah, it's it's not going to... So I've stopped chasing beer. I don't go out see, purposely yeah. to try to find something. Um, I used to, and I just simply don't have the time or patience for that anymore. Uh, so I'll probably end up having it. I'm certain you'll mm. have some at the bar. And I'll drink one. If if we get it, now they're saying they're make, they're not making a lot of That's, it. Yeah. That I don't know if we're gonna get it. Oh, I don't know. Like yeah, okay, of I, course after, I'll have I have to remember it, my face does not transfer over this medium. I know. I but wish I looked it did. at you like you were insane. Why? What did they say last year? Well, they say the same thing. Yeah, exactly. We still got a bunch of it, and we got yeah. like how many pallets of uh-huh. it, and uh huh. Okay, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's pasteurized. Well, re- yeah, I know. I know. That's why I was so asking him. What is the pasteuri- pasteurization like- going to do? It's going to mean that when I spend $40 uh, on a bottle of one of the limited varietals, yeah. that it's not going to taste like buttered popcorn. <laughs> um, because if there is sort of any, any infection or anything, the minute it's pasteurized, that's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, it's really not going to change the flavor profile at all, but it's going to change the way that the beer evolves over time. Uh, okay. That's what I was gonna say. So Can it's not gonna ages? be it's not gonna be a let me sit on this and see yeah. what happens sort of beer Mm-mm. anymore. Because nothing yeah. will happen. Right, because there's nothing in it. Um, which is unfortunate because the well, the first time they released Bourbon County Rare, um, which I wanna say was 2011, 2012. Uh, um, mm-hmm. the Goose Island rep um, came to Kalamazoo and wanted to do a tasting of the four varietals that they had. So rare bramble rye, uh, bourbon County barley wine and the regular bourbon County stout. Yeah. And he was, he let us know ahead of time cause there was obviously a big beer community in Kalamazoo mm-hmm. that he was bringing enough bottles to do the 2012, 11, 10 and nine. Wow. Oh, so to also do a vertical for like the 20 of us that were going to show up. Wow. And it happened that I had two bottles of 08. So I just kind of asked him, like, can I bring my bottles of 08? Because I'd like to see how the 08 bottles held up alongside all of those. Uh-huh. Plus the 08 bottles were what the first batch of Bourbon County Rare was. Mm-hmm. It was nice. the same base. Oh, uh-huh. man. And so we got to do all of those side by side. And you could really tell significantly the differences. That's not to say there won't be a difference from, say, 2016 to 2017. Because you're never going to be predictably brewing a beer that beer. big this, that same yeah. way. Yeah. But you're not going to see the changes. Because of the age. Because of the age. It's just going to be whatever oddity happened that year while they were brewing it. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I like the 2012 better of this. Definitely. I do too. And when you said like infection... Yeah. I could totally, like, now I can taste yeah. it in the A little bit. Or, I mean, it could, it could simply be, well, granted, I'm, I don't want to say it's the way I've been storing them, because I've been storing them in a 60-degree room in the dark. But they also were sitting side by side. So I know if, if it if was something away the storage, it would have happened to both of them. It's, it's like... It's a little bit more mellow and uh, stinkier. But still pretty good. It's like moldy it's, cheese. It's yeah, it's not as crisp no, as the not. 2012. No. Yeah. The 2012 you get the flavor of the beer, the the base, and then you get tart and mm. vinegar. Yeah. This you get muddled. Yeah. S- 
like, like you said, off cheese, just like an off. Yeah. And then kind of like vaguely sour. Like it's still sour beer. There's no stretching the imagination. No one would say this isn't sour, but it's just not. I wouldn't say of the same caliber as 2012. No, it's no, no, no. This actually is actually sweeter. Yeah, but and that's why he said there was probably the infection thing that the like multi cheese, creamy type taste. It happens because you would beers. you would yeah. expect, it, but it's funny because you say those things and that's kind of the flavors you almost might expect in the Sasan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because the way they're made, it's like uh, this tastes like. Bad cheese. Well, you're <laughs> drinking us. You're drinking us a sun. I, as long as it doesn't taste are. like a pool toy, right? Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes, a wet pool toy. A wet pool toy. Yes. That sounds terrible. That, that's the first yeah. brewery that opened in El Paso Prosper. Shall name no names. No names, but the first brewery when we went. And I never did. Uh, I never. To, they're still open, aren't they? I have no idea. I mean, I want to assume. They I don't are. know. I think there's still. I, I, yeah, maybe. I don't see any posts, but I stopped following. I got kind of disgusted by their food. Well, I mean, their food was visually assaulting to the eyes. (laughs) 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 It was. It it, it looked akin to what would happen if you gave a fifth grader just a pantry of junk food <laughs> and said, try to make it look like TV. Uh, it was, <laughs> oh my God. Their beer was the, the two Depressing. times I went, cause I went twice. I did. I go don't once. know why you went twice. Cause the, uh, the second time was with Claudius. Oh. And it was Claudius's first time. Uh. And tell me you wouldn't want to be there for that. <laughs> <laughs> the old German man. Yes. The old German brewmaster <laughs> who, whose home brewery outclass this guy's professional level brewery on a scale of magnitude that wow. is unmeasurable. <laughs> it was worth it. It was, it was very much worth it. Anything <laughs> that you remember that Claudius said or his face or anything? <laughs> there was, <laughs> Seriously, we need to take videos so we can capture Tom's When Claudius face. actually had to say, this is the IPA, <laughs> and you know Claudius loathes yeah, IPAs. IPAs. <laughs> like there's nothing he hates more in the world than an IPA. And his comment was, "This is the IPA." <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. But that's not. To, we have some great breweries in El Paso now. Just not that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Just not that one. I I didn't go. I'm not. I don't think I will There's go. There's no reason to. It's like, would I like to go assault myself or <laughs> go to a decent of the two and possibly the third brewery that's opening yeah. shortly? Now I'm curious, though. Now I, I kind of want to go. Just to... I've been curious since it opened, and I'm still not going because every time it's just like, uh, but there's what, better things I can do. Think how much local bars and businesses fight over if they can get an Ode keg yeah. or a Dead Beach keg. No one's fighting over this guy. <laughs> there, there's no. We've got way. this on tap. Why? It's like, why would you do that? You could I put. I think the only place that had it was Tosca. Once. Once. Never again. No, no. never again. <laughs> no, and I don't. That I think that's it. That's that's as far as I know. That was um, it. I, don't know, I just feel bad sometimes. It's a shame. And then it goes away. But what is your pet peeve? Hey, it's me. Uh. 
Because I know you have some. Oh, but th- th- I when, mean, you s- when someone says pet peeve, well, I mean, they mean what do you fucking one. hate then? I mean, um, if you don't want me to use that word. <laughs> what are your top five pet peeves? <laughs> uh, okay, that's so, well, yeah, but right now, just in this current moment, idealistic and liberals piss me the fuck off. Because <laughs> they want to overthrow the decision. Well, just, they're just. <laughs> They're everything I hate about stupid conservatives, except they think they uh, can use government to change things. You gotta yeah. love that. They're, it's like, I am equal opportunity. I hate both of them. But <laughs> it, it upsets so nice me even more because I'm like, I want to agree with you, but you're so stupid that it can never can happen that way. <laughs> you can say fucking. I, I'm acting like I'm in class and I'm still saying the word, but self-centering <laughs> myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, just... Oh, just the oh, in pantsuit nation. By the way, pantsuit. Oh, so nation. before the election, there was this private Facebook group that was called Pantsuit Nation. And it was about supporters of Hillary just point, posting just stupid shit, self masturbating level <laughs> of just make myself feel good. And there was one that I I, I commented on, and I knew I was stupid the minute I did that. Um, and it was basically like, well, yeah, when Hillary's president, Obama. Will will be on the Supreme Court, and I was like, "That's n- no." Obama what? will be on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Now here's the thing: legally, there ain't nothing stopping that. Yeah. Um, in fact, legally, there's nothing stopping me, you, or anyone listening to this from being on the Supreme Court because there are no requirements. Um, not even American citizenship, by the way. Oh wow. Um, That's insane. Yeah. Article three is a hell of a drug. But. <laughs> Uh, so they, they said this and I'm like, well, you realize they have to get it past the Senate. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, well, we're going to win the Senate. And I'm like, well, yeah, even if you win the Senate, they can still filibuster. And the response was, what's a filibuster? Uh. And <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> though, busters. And, and then at some point I realized that they're all fucking idiots. They and just think like the protests I see going on yeah. and everything. I'm just like, you're all idiots. Like not the protests. You know what? Feel fine to protest. In fact, I know there's one going on yeah. downtown in El Paso right tonight. Now. As long as it's peaceful and they're protest, that's great. Do that. That's what you're supposed to yeah. do. But there's no protest that's really peaceful. Yeah, there I is. mean, uh, I don't yeah. know many of them, but okay. Anyways, go on. They're usually really small, and it's one guy. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, it's just it drives me absolutely nuts. Um, like. I think everyone who votes should probably read the owner's manual at some point. And it's not that, like, the Constitution is long. It's the shortest Constitution in the world. Okay. It's, like, 4,300 words, which I think if you put three shampoo bottles side by side, you equal the same number. Um, Stop rereading Harry Potter. (laughs) Yeah. Read the Constitution. And it's not difficult to understand. It's just the lack of understanding of many people. And I'm not... I'm conservatives and liberals... Alike just annoys the shit out of me. So that's it. That would that current, would be your number at, one at this current. point in time. Yeah. Yes. Is there any other ones? You've met me. I know. Um, <laughs> I met you. People listening to us have not. Yes, that's true. Well, <laughs> some uh, of them. Um, other wife? pet peeves. Yeah. I, so, uh, public inappropriateness. Such as. Everything people do that pisses me off. <laughs> Such as? Uh, so today I was at the park with my daughter having a great old grand old time. Uh, and mom got a phone, not my 
mom or some child's mom got a phone call and ran away and a kid started acting a fool, which was endangering my 15 year old. Mm. And I knew it was inappropriate to put my foot down and crush the baby's head. Yeah. But mommy wouldn't do anything. Because she, she was, was off too busy on a phone on the call. Phone. So I moved him out of the way. Yeah. And moving him yeah. probably was incorrect, but I didn't care. Someone's got to do something, so. I would see that. Uh, yeah. Today, when. And, and it's funny, though. As a parent, I see it both ways, and I'm like, I was probably wrong, but you know what? Uh, that's not my kid, and I can see you, and you're an idiot. So the kid's probably going to be an idiot. Uh, <laughs> so I don't feel bad. I was at Sam's Club waiting online online to pay. Yeah. And the kid behind me, well, it was the family, but the kid was just like moving things around and he was hitting me with the car. Oh my God. Like, what the fuck? Why didn't you say God. anything? I said like, uh, can you guys like... Control your kid. Control your kid. They're like, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I mean, dude. I'm That's like, insane. Okay, remember the last episode we did? Remember what I said? Which which one with the the ones that were, where we got drunk? Oh, the hostful. Yeah. Okay. I frankly think there's not enough public shaming. People should be publicly shamed. I know. And I know. <laughs> Remember, I, I said I was like the female version of Todd. <laughs> I'm not tenured, so I can't do it in El Paso yeah. yet. I can't. I just can't. Yeah. Like my only hope for having a kid is Todd and Aaron, because they're like the example of the parent that I want to be. But then, uh, other parents. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. I turned to Aaron today when we were around the park. I'm like, wow, I really fucking hate kids. Not mine, but all of the rest of them. <laughs> I, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. And then even then, it's you don't hate the, the child as much as you hate the parents. Exactly. You it's, hate the it's, parent it's like, there's something that raised you. Yeah. I know what my That's daughter why. is basically just the amalgamation of whatever yeah. my wife and I did to her for 15 months. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? You want to vent? <laughs> Keep on venting. Um, this is what we're here for. And we got more beer, too. So Students who don't take college seriously. Oh, that frustrates me. I just, <laughs> I just love it every time you post. It's like, how can I get extra credit? Some student asked you, and you're just like... Do the thing right the first time. You want to shoot yourself yeah. in the how head. How can I get like, extra credit and not be stupid? That's how you get extra credit. Like... So, I, so this semester, I've started doing <laughs> review sessions and giving review sheets, which I've never done before. And granted, I will say... It has raised grades on the average of 5%. It has had a quantitative effect. However, the stupidest kid going up 5% doesn't make him <laughs> not stupid. It's the difference between a 30 and a 35. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. they, yeah. So, Have you ever uh, walked out of a class? Just like, I can't deal with your uh, stupidity? In, well, yeah, actually, people? so in my upper division law classes, yeah. um, yes. Because I actually, I teach it like law school, so I use the Socratic method, which means that my expectation is they know what cases they had to read for the day. They have to come in being able to explain them to me in a basic sense, like not know the intricacies of the case, um, but know what the case was about, um, know what the decision of the court was generally, and if anyone wrote a dissent or concurrence, and were they of any importance. So very basic stuff, just read the case and know it. And the process by which you learn is me questioning you back and mm. forth and going through that. Uh, I, I've had it happen twice, once at Western West here, that no one had prepared for the course. Because I call on them randomly. They don't know they're getting called on. Um, I have a list of cards. Mm-hmm. And I just flip through them and then call on people. Um, and I went, 
I went through, I think, about five in a row, and no one knew the answer. I'm like, no. all right, that's done. You're having a test tomorrow. Have fun. Woo. Yeah, but if you ask them about, like, fucking <coughs> bachelorette or shit like that, they will probably know No, I'm pretty everything. sure they're just universally stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're stupid, and then they're stupid. And I, I say this negati- I, negatively about... the. Understand, I'm talking about the bad students. Yeah. I have good students that I absolutely adore. Um, okay. And then I have students that I don't know their names, and that means they're not bad. But they're, but they're not bad. Imp- <laughs> no, they're not <laughs> memorable. And I'll say that because I actually had to write a letter of recommendation for a student who I couldn't remember. Oh, shit. And then I went, but I went back and I taught her in three classes. She got an A in every one of my classes. I'm oh, like, wow. okay, clearly you weren't a dumb student. You just were quiet. Or... Yeah, you, you were there and you the did crowd? your stuff. And I was like, well, you better send me like a CV and some other things because I can't remember you. But I'm happy to write you a letter because clearly you did well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I've got lots of great students. I've got a minority of really annoying students. Um, but that's just it. Yeah. So being a professor. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you, you're a very honest person. Mm-hmm. You always tell the truth, pretty much. When is, like, a, mo- a moment where you just had to break, break it to somebody? Just You can even lie about it. Like a student or something that you just... In terms of, in what, in what aspect? Uh, in a general aspect. I mean, I'm just putting the example of you being a professor, you know, because it's um, like, it's like, on what occasion, that the question is, on what occasion do you tell the truth? But knowing <laughs> you, um, you're always very honest, but is yeah. there one that pops in your head that you remember that you had to just, and you can even lie about it. You, you just like, sugar um, Yeah. Yeah. When I had to tell, and this isn't so much about the student, uh, so I had a kid who was generally a good student. Um, he was in my intro class. And generally good student, uh, armed services, uh, and I give them a bowl of respect because they work harder than any of our other students just in terms of what they're expected to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did something stupid. And he did yeah. something stupid to the tune of there were actual legal consequences level of stupid. Oh, man. Oh. Um, what? That bad? Yeah, he forged military orders. Oh, shit. <gasps> yeah. That's worse than plagiarizing. Well, a little bit. <laughs> um, but I had to contact... Um, we have a liaison between us and the for- and the military base Fortless. here in El Paso. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had actually had to contact our liaison to let them know. Um, wow. It's not like I could simply... Uni- because, okay, I'm a ward of... Not a ward of the state, but I'm an, an official of the state. Mm-hmm. And so there are certain things I have to report... Yeah. By law, and Yeesh. that's that's one of them. How did you know it was? Like I'm, I'm better at Photoshop than he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the blurry. You could tell by the pixels, the, the font change. Military. Or... The the white the white back of what he. Oh, the, did. yeah. The text against the actual oh, background. Yeah. Okay. What a fucking come yeah. on, people. And it. Honestly, and the thing is, it was a big deal. It would have probably changed this student from getting what would have been an A to getting a B. Oh, shit. Like, it wasn't a big deal. And there's part of me that wanted to just tell him, like, don't do this. It's not a big deal. And the other part, I'm legally obligated that I can't do mm. that. So he um, was a good student? And he was. He was, I mean, was going to get an A in my class except for did. this one thing, which is he missed some assignment. And I'm assuming 100% because I did it when I was an undergrad. Just forgot. Like, absolutely forgot. And so he forged a thing to, like, get an excuse? To get an excuse. Oh, uh, okay. 
Wouldn't it have been better for him if he was just honest? That's people are not Except. great at being honest, so. Uh, Except are, if you're Todd. <laughs> well, being okay, there's a difference between being honest and yeah. being honest to power. Okay. All right. Um, students can be honest with each other all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you ask students to do peer reviews of each other, oh, they're yeah, not afraid to tell each other that you suck. This sucks. <laughs> but if. But they, they have, have trouble to. being honest to power. Yeah. Well, you're superior. Um, yeah. And so in su- superior in terms of any type of superior. Yeah. In most of my relationships, that's student and teacher. But yeah, um, yeah, and I, I think that's that's a bit more of a learned yeah. skill. Yeah. And one that most students haven't really had a lot of like experience with. Like a chance to, to even learn that. Right. right. It's like they're... they're Okay, outside there, well, and also it doesn't help that most student, most kids, and I can 100% agree that this is a fact, uh, lie to their parents on a regular basis. And that's the, usually the only form of power they have in their lives. And it usually hasn't bit them in the ass yeah. yet, so they think it's okay to keep doing it. Yeah, I've actually, like, fairly recently had a deal with that where at work I accidentally um, deleted a very important uh, table in a database. Uh oh. <laughs> and this is like the a person's eligibility information and then it's not just their active eligibility with like their uh-huh. history of eligibility so i deleted that for everybody and so i was like well i could i could either just be you know like dumb and just like leave and like as if nothing happened or i can like own up to it call my boss and then call his boss and then call his boss and be like okay i did this thing we have to like fix it mm-hmm. so thankfully i was brave enough and, like, fought against that whole, like, I'm just going to leave. Yeah. And then, like, you know, owned up to it, went up the chain of command, and, like, eventually got it fixed. I had to – essentially, we lost a day of work because we had to pause everybody's work so we could restore yeah, the database. The consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you deal with it. And then, like, I was, like, nervous as hell. Like, I was going to get punished. But then it turned out it was fine. My, my boss was just like, oh, yeah, it happens. Like, yeah, it turns out when you're honest – uh, usually it's a-okay. <laughs> yeah. Is it funny, my, especially with my grad students, my grad students are so intimidated because they want to, I mean, the purpose of being a grad student is to eventually become basically what I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Ugh. they really don't want to disappoint us in any fashion. And so they'll do a mistake that I've done a thousand goddamn uh-huh. times. But they It's the just... first time they've done so it. it feels like... And it thinks... They feel it's the end of the world. Like, yeah. the world's collapsing. I'm like, you don't know how many times I've done that stupid mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're flipping out about it. Um, like, that's the reason why... Like, so you deleting uh, uh, a database. Like, I work with database. That's... I mean, I teach stats. and Okay. So my whole life is database and database management. I remember the first time that I coded... Uh, was coding data manually from Supreme Court opinions and had oh, done wow. it for like <laughs> I'd done it for like eight hours oh. and I never backed up the data mm. so I lost oh. eight hours of coding oh shit that's always fun and mm. it's it's one of those great thank, it's not like I had a boss so the only person who could kick my ass was me right. kicking my own ass mm-hmm. um, but I learned very quickly to you know take every possibility and do stupid proof yourself yeah that's like the best advice I can give my grad students is make sure when you do stupid shit and you are going to do stupid shit um, that you have a backup to protect yourself from being stupid because you're going to be stupid. 
You're going to forget about something. It happens. I lost my computer. I didn't back anything, so... Now you will back up everything. Now I do. (laughs) Dropbox. Exactly. How long have I been I got Dropbox. I got the uh, other, Uh that super drive. It backs up every night. Yeah. Yeah. Automatically. I I know. Yeah, have have three backups. Don't just have a backup, because that can also fail. Well, So for me, for Dropbox, my Dropbox is backed up to... uh, Four different PCs. Uh-huh. So it, the only thing that the Dropbox uses is it's the method by which yeah. it does that. Yeah. So even if Dropbox goes down, I still have it on the machine. On itself, the machine, and the, the copy physical copies. Yeah. yeah. So like, and it, th- what it, so if El Paso gets wiped off the map, you have a backup of it. And Dropbox <laughs> ceases to exist. Those are the only conditions under which I would lose everything. <laughs> like, if Amazon were to go down and Google were to go down. <laughs> then I'd be gone. I'd be Th- bad. Then, then, you know, I'd, then I think oh. I'd have larger problems. Yeah. Like have a little not bit. Playing your if shit. that happens, it's probably <laughs> something uh. else going in the world. So, so what do we have in front of us now? We have another Jester King that Todd brought from Jester it's King. Glass. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah. Yeah. Is that rinsed? Yeah. Okay. I'm still working on the Juliet. I must say that in 2013, I can't really I'll pass. Take it. Okay, go for it. You like that bubblegum taste. I'm into it. Mm. Yay. So this is a collaboration beer. It's collaboration beer. Uh, Basically, the gist of it is is Live Oak, um, a brewery in Austin, um, gave Jester King their base Hefeweizen. Can you say the whole thing? Nope, I can't. Not even going to try. Not even going to try. It's like Germany things. I know. (coughs) Let me see. I want to try. And you said you tried this uh, a few weeks ago, right? When you went back. Yeah, I got this um, just a couple weeks ago when I was in Austin. Oh, that's cool. Bacterian hefe combination. Woo! So it's basically a sour hefeweizen. Is yeah. what the gist of it? Is it is it different? Oh my god! It just keeps going on and on and on. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> it, that, that's why I didn't even try. I was like, no, I'm done. We're cool. Collaborations beer mit scheiß. Okay, come on, Bitburger. Hoffen, Hoffen und Wilder Bakterien Hefe Kompanisch. Okay, just don't go like that. <laughs> Pour it all out. <laughs> that is a uh, nice name. Yeah. Todd, do you have a motto? A motto? Yeah. Say, aside from saying bag of dicks all the yeah. time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, or my fuck other, me in the ass. My other one is anytime something, <laughs> anytime something really annoys. This is not a motto, because um, I certainly don't live by it. Because well, once I say it, you'll realize why I don't live by it. Um, but anytime something really just is astronomically insane, and I can't believe someone did that, I say you've got to be fist fucking me. <laughs> I can't <laughs> you say. You've got to be fist fucking me. And it's not, I, so I definitely don't live by it in the sense of a motto, but it is probably my most oft-repeated phrase. Did you, I think you said that on Tuesday. This Tuesday? Yeah. Maybe. You said a bunch of shit. I did. You, yeah. you know, you didn't even, br- you know, you didn't say the bag of dicks. No. No, but you just say, like, somebody just fucked you in the ass mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. The fistful, yeah. Because I, I can't be inappropriate in my job. No, so you just come to Black Orchid and vent. Yep. I've got a built-in audience. <laughs> They're paying money that, to be I, there it, to listen to it, me. Is that why you've been doing trivia for t- three years now? Because you get to vent? It's um, fun to perform. Yeah. Yeah. And I, granted, I don't have that. So if I could just... See, honestly, at this point, the best setup would 
for me functionally mm -hmm. would basically be doing the Alamo trivia because someone writes questions for me and I just read them. Oh, that's nice. Do you think you're going to be able to express yourself the same way you do? Um, not exactly the same, but they still they still want personality. Okay. And I can give a boatload of personality. It's kind of what the guy right now is lacking is personality. Ah. Um, he can pronounce the words correctly and not make a fool of himself, which frankly was a bigger problem than I thought it would be. Um, we went through two in the interim who mm -hmm. had issues with reading. Um, <laughs> I know the first thing you complain about Alamo Tria was she couldn't, this lady She got pronounce. monumentally, okay, two things. One, she got better. Yeah. Two, she came out and asked us if there was a word she didn't know how to pronounce. Oh, good. Interesting. Which, what was the, you she, she meant to pronounce? You were, you, coup. you, yay. Coop. She said she it was said a coupe date. Coupe de it. Yeah, that was basically what it was. It was the first night, and I'm standing in the back, and I'm like, it's a fucking coup. And the whole bar, like, because you can't, you don't even pronounce 50 teams. Oh, man. It was the first night. It was the first night they did it, and I'm like, it's a fucking coup. And I realized, holy shit, it's. Everyone heard that. That's why, yeah, they remember. That's why people are aware. So is it harder than our trivia? No, it's monumentally easier. Okay. What do you think we win every week? I or know. Or winner come in second every week? Yeah. Okay. No, because people ask me what the difference is, and I'm just like, oh. It's the, it's, so uh, some of theirs, I would say right. it's it's very much theirs is of the you either know it or you don't variety. Yeah. But if you don't know it, you should feel bad about yourself. <laughs> Whereas ours is... Or the way I generally cast mine is there are very few questions where it's either you know it or you don't. But with the, with the based with market, but, yeah, based but if with, you don't know it, then based on context clues at our trivia, you'll be able to reason yourself to an answer that is at least I would probably say in the ballpark in the ballpark yeah. of being right. Um, you you should know because that's that's how I want to write it. Is I want to make you actually think. It's not just a memory it, game. I, yeah, it's not yeah, just no. reflex. I want you to actually think. So that's why like some of my favorite questions are like, in what year did all these events occur? And I give you three different events, and you've got to give me the year that they all took place. Mm. That involves you to think and extrapolate. It's not just manual reflex. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's to me fun. That's the type of trivia I like to play, but I'm more than happy to get free movie tickets every time I show up at Alamo <laughs> Draft House. Oh, that's pretty cool. Do yeah. You, yeah. I've got like seven in my wallet right now. I got two. Yeah. I've had them for a couple months. I, Since I, we did that. Yeah, I've given them out. We haven't had the chance. I, no, to... I haven't had the chance. Well, you should be go now. Be careful. They I know. There's, there's on, a um, Doctor Strange. 1215. 1215 12, is when they expire. For oh, the same type of ones I have. Don't go oh. watch Doctor Strange. Watch uh, Arrival, I believe that's what it's called. Oh, they said that was good, too. Well, maybe we'll pay for those. Or maybe I can convince Todd to give me some tickets. Yeah. I have many. All right. There you go. So, I, And that... So I, I've liked the idea of I only one I only go out one nights a week. So that's either Tuesday or Wednesday. So either run the trivia or go play trivia. Mm -hmm. um, and that always depends on my wife's schedule because she works uh, a little bit later as a nurse. So I never really know what it's going to be until I get her schedule. Mm -hmm. But like my wife and I don't get to go out a lot, and if I can make it cheaper, that's fun. <laughs> and I'm saying, I, I'm saying, make it cheaper. Despite the fact, I'll go to Alamo Draft House and drink, You'll still spend and the drink money like there. 25 <clears throat> bucks and win the equivalent of 
20 bucks back in tickets. <laughs> and think so that that's, that's how they give tickets. Uh, so first place gets the team because teams are six people max. Yeah. We never run six people. Okay. Um, it's usually like four or five. Okay. Um, first place gets out six movie tickets and a $30 um, Gift like food, food, food voucher, food, food tab voucher. Oh, wow. Um, second place is six movie tickets and a $15 food tab voucher. And third place is six movie tickets. Okay, nice. maybe we need to So start at the minimum, like, uh, if making, you're in the top making three... Making our prices a little bit better, You're then. winning movie <laughs> tickets. Um, well, I think there's a little bit of that. Yeah. But it's the thing... So if it was the prizes that were inviting people to go... Yeah. I can tell you, the same five teams win every week. Okay. Yeah. There well, are always more than five teams there. Either fools have hope, or Why not? they just like the fact the questions are easier. And I will say this, frankly, the questions are more creative than what I write, because they actually pay people to Ooh, write them, well, and the, I just kind of, There is know. a big company behind them, you know. Why mm-hmm. does it taste buttery? Teams of people because writing Think questions. of a Hefeweizen. Mm-hmm. Think of a Hefeweizen in terms of the banana clove flavor yep. of a Hef. Yep. Except... The banana comes from the yeast, or the banana clove generally comes from the yeast. Mm-hmm. Without that, what would a half of bison taste like? Butter. <laughs> it, it would have a, it but it sense. would. It would have that sort of background to it. Just that little bit. Yeah. Just yeah. a little bit. Like, sense. I just like the bar of butter. Mm. Yeah. It, it, a little bit. The, the banana is not a tip. banana. Because banana. that's, what, that's what gives the primary, and that's why I say yeast is so important, is because if you took this base beer and did it with any wow. sort of lager yeast or half yeast, you would get a Hefeweizen. It would taste like a Hefeweizen. This tastes a little bit reminiscent of a Hefeweizen, but to no degree today you get the banana clove from it. Which is pretty much what all of us identify as half. Oh, wow. Interesting. That yeah, was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it on tap. It tastes pretty much exactly the same as when I had it on yeah, tap. Yeah, it's pretty good. Different. I like it. Such a cool place. I really enjoy this yeah, yeah, I'd like to go there. It is. It's absolutely. Been? It's a blast. Um, just because it's. So like we went. It was the same weekend as. Uh, there was a big. I think it was UT's homecoming. Mm. And so there were a bunch of people there from UT families, and it's just you drive in. It's this huge farm. There's the brewing facility, and then there's kind of an out. Door they remodeled. They, they, yeah, yeah. There's an outdoor yeah. covered barn, and they have a pizza place that's independently operated. It's not yeah. Jester King's Pizza Ooh. Place. They just, they're like, can we have the space? Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do brick fire pizza on site. That's pretty but good. But beyond that, it's just a huge farm that they have picnic tables. Like, that's the seating, is you sit, you sit at picnic, picnic table, tables. Um, and it, what it invites is like, Aaron and I were sitting there, and there was a family sitting behind us. I mean, family because it was mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, and like the four kids yeah. running around having a good time. And it's you're gonna sit there drinking for a while. You're gonna talk to these yeah. people, and Isn't so you're actually gonna interact with them because the environment like invites that, that yeah. interaction. Conversation. No, it's nice it's and comfy. I love it. You, I, yeah, every time I go there, I don't want to leave. Can we just buy all the beers? It is. It is kind of out in the middle of nowhere. We have yet to. Eat well, there. I know, I know, we but but it's it's pretty cool. I think it's yeah. pretty cool, and we need to go over there, Ralph. We need to take you over. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, yeah. we'll get it's we've a, got Jeffrey on. And, and also, I mean, stuffings. Y- oh, okay. You're only an hour and twenty hour and a half uh, north of San Antonio. 
which is where we technically... It's not even that one, is it? Um, it's like a triangle. It yeah, because it's like San Antonio, Austin, and it's like middle. Dripping Springs? Is around it? there. So yeah, yeah okay, so yeah, I was thinking Austin proper, but no, Jester King's like 20 minutes south of actually Austin. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, um, it's just a big city, and you, yeah. it's not like there's nothing in the middle of it. There's so, yeah. And the good thing is from the drive from San Antonio to Jester King, you drive through Blanca, mm-hmm. which is where Real Ale is based out of. Yeah, and we still haven't been there, so we'll we, go there, too. Okay, you'll, if you fall, Aaron fell asleep through it when we drove through it the first time, because <laughs> Blanco what? is that big of a town. Okay. It's nothing. It's yeah. tiny. Yeah. Like it has, so this is how I could tell it was a city center in Texas, is there was a block with a thing that looked like a church, which was actually city hall, and four <laughs> different barbecue places. And I'm like, this must be a town. Uh, and it was it, Blanco? It was Blanco. I didn't know that. We actually ate there on the way back on the advice of some of the folks from Hoppy Mom. Because I don't, mm. uh, did we pass by that one? Because there one time we to get took a, like a side road to go to Jester King. Yeah. And there's all these little curves yeah, that's, in the middle that's of nowhere. The and then you go down like that and just see like, you know, they're measuring just in case it gets flooded. And yep. Yeah. Because you go up and down okay. and there's like rivers yeah, and creeks. And the, and the thing is like when you go down, uh-huh. that's Dripping Springs. Remember that I Googled it and I'm like, oh, so that oh, was yeah, that yeah, was the yeah. creek, that was that was the, the springs. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that was fun. So they actually have. Um, there's another brewery now, and I don't know when it opened. I haven't been to it, but it's right in the same area as Jester King. It's uh, actually a brewery slash distillery. Which one is that? Do you remember? I, I don't remember the name, but I know you. I mean, if you drive there, you drive past it. Hmm. Uh, oh, the what? What does it say? The butcher. The butcher. The one that make the butcher. Oh no, this, this is a cidery. Yeah, they, there's a cidery out there too, but this was an actually brewery and distillery. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, okay, well that all right. And they were saying, because uh, I was talking with another brewery distillery, one that lives in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. There's a brewery distillery who I'm blanking on their name right now. Um, and they're saying they got their license to be a brewery and a distillery about five years ago. Okay. This place just got their licenses, and TABC was exactly what you expect TABC to be. Assholes. Just complete, just cock knocks um, <laughs> about the entire Bag process. Dicks. Bag of dicks. And so they basically made it a huge hassle for them to get both licenses. Oh, like, mm. uh, if, you go to the, if you go to the distillery to do a tasting, yeah. it's separate from the brewery to do a tasting, and you can't have... The till distilled spirits in the brewery tasting room, and you can't have brewery spirit in brewer, the, beer in the distillery tasting room, despite the fact it's company on the same goddamn property. Say fucking. Because TABC <laughs> has the intellectual management of yeah. like a short bus rider. It's actually a short lady, I think, or something that does the approval. Know, it's just a short know. lady. It's a lady. No, that's the label approval, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the TABC label approval. I don't know, Which but Frank, it's not enough well, people, or have, they're not smart enough. I, I don't know what the fuck is well, going on there. So there's also federal label approval, and it quite literally is one guy who does all for the, the federal... For the entire nation. For the entire nation. For but he's every, better than the TABC person, I'm sure. No, he's pretty slow, too. Cause, oh, cause shit. In terms of, like... Bureaucracy. Yeah, well, it's not bureaucracy. <laughs> it's the fact that... just Still. How important is it? Like, in the grand scheme of things, let's mm-hmm. think about it. To get a label approved for a, for a bottle of beer. 
for I would think it's important enough because well, if that's going to bring you revenue in the form of DUI for those assholes that drink gonna, too much. Well, there's also taxation. And you're going to get taxes. Yeah. Yeah, from the public. I don't know. But um, you, what if you don't give them label approval? What are they going to do? Sell it to the brewery. Or, because, well, okay, first off, collar approval is super easy. Because mm-hmm. there's collar approval for kegs and then there's yeah. label approval. For they, they do them differently. It's not the same process. Okay. Collar means you can distribute it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little thing on top of the cake. Um, and because that's a much easier process, because at that point, really, is you're approving the name of the beer, you're approving the amount of tax that each cake is going to get, and you're approving ABB. That's mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. So not a process. You're just like, um, does it meet everything, and does it not <laughs> say, like, my grandfather's hanging balls? We can approve that beer. Um, but for a label, there's a lot more that goes into it, because the label is seen by more consumers okay. whereas the only yeah. people who see the collar are the are bars the people that tap it re- the bars and the distributors so it has to be informative of basic information mm-hmm. whereas on the label it has to be informative of entirely different information disclaimer this is beer disclaimer you can give yeah. it to kids disclaimer. well actually that's part that's on the yeah. collars too but yeah but in yeah. a very very small letter so because one presumes. Don't, don't give this me. keg to kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well. Didn't someone in a, like, um, what was it, like an Applebee's or someplace like that, they were, like, serving not, not your father's oh, yeah, not your father's Oh, yeah, not your father's root beer. Oh, that is amazing. They were serving it to kids. That is amazing. Because it was root beer. Because like. people are idiots. That is fucking Especially beautiful. servers on minimum wage <laughs> at Applebee's. Oh, it's just the root beer. It's fine. <laughs> Have some. It's okay. So Mike's hard lemonade. That's just lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Zima. That's just sparkling water. I love Zima. Oh man. <laughs> I was eighteen. Okay. Oh, you used to love Zima. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just, just give me some, that. You want some Mike's hard lemonade too? You want some? No, I hated that shit. I could drink Zima, but not that hard lemonade. You want some Smirnoff? I can go get. Yeah, I can go get some Slits. Smirnoff Ice. Mad Dog. Smirnoff Black. Thunderbird? No. You don't want a Thunderbird? <laughs> no. Everybody likes fortified hobo wine. Fortified hobo wine. No, thank you. I'm okay now. I, I've grown up. My palate is trained. Don't worry. I know. Okay. You own a bar. Okay, I, I'm exactly. certain of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, what do you do when you get drunk? We're almost at the last I, I basically magnify who I am right now. Yeah, well, uh, people don't know that. I do know that, but uh, Well, yeah, I'm basically <laughs> exactly the same as I am, except louder and I'm more louder. More annoying, and then you kind of, yeah. More annoying. Uh, more provo- He does get more annoying yeah. to some people. To certain folk. You know? <laughs> more Especially, folk. like, don't ever come in during trivia while he's been drinking and start yelling the fucking answers if you're yeah. not playing. There's a reason why we don't do trivia on Thanksgiving week anymore. <laughs> that was the Thanksgiving week. That's that, true. That's why we don't do it. That was the entire reason. Yeah, and so they people came in shit. drunk and then were like... Well, they were not... I mean, kind of, sort of. They, they had like dinner next door, I think. Mm. They came in. Trivia was going on. And they were told that if they were not hey, playing Hey, thank to, you like, for being here. We're about ready to wrap up trivia. We just yeah. got a couple more questions left. Feel free to stay inside, or we've got the entire patio, and we won't bother you at all. Yeah, just give just us a few minutes, and it's yeah. all yours. First question, they shout out, granted, the wrong answer, but they shout out an answer. So I warned them. 
because you know eh, whatever i know i just told you yeah. your attention span might please be that of that. a goldfish <laughs> but i'll please tell don't you do again <laughs> and it happened don't two more times and i was like are you all just collective fucking idiots <laughs> like did you miss this whole entire thing <laughs> and i, I, I granted i should have should have felt more trepidatious at that point because i technically had been doing trivia there for a year, about a no, year. That, no, no, that was, was the first year. Yeah. It was it was like three, four months. Of That's time. exactly. I mean, you you did get like somebody oh, lit know. a fuse on your ass. Oh yeah. So you were a little bit over the top, but mm-hmm. I understand why you did that, it because these people were assholes. It was just like yeah, I'm fit. We, we even get a like uh, shut the fuck it was up. Like a review or if you're thing. not gonna pay the five dollars, then don't say anything. <laughs> Seriously. And there was even before you had like a jukebox or anything. It's not like they're yeah, going to put on before. music. It was before the jukebox. It was before like, uh. yeah. And they were, you know what? It was a couple of people that had been there before and they really liked it and they brought their friends. The and friends they thought were they the could assholes. Just, yeah, the friends were the assholes. Yeah, the mm-hmm. friends gave us a bad review. And yeah, they gave us a review and I was just like, fuck you, you're an asshole. Yeah, we, we've had other... Not that type of business owner that the customer is always right. Fuck you, no. Yeah, we've had other people come in and do similar things and not react to it. In fact, every time since then, they've never reacted that way. Mm-hmm. It usually takes that one initial warning go, hey, by the way, please. Fuck up. <laughs> um, but we've had teams come and think it's going to be like a fun, happy, go lucky. These questions are going to be easy, mm-hmm. yeah. fun time. And very quickly realize that that's not the case. Yeah. I think we have lost teams because of that. Because the questions are actually hard. Fucking hard. Yeah, I did it again. Okay. Yeah, they're hard questions, and that's okay. And They are, but you know what? It, 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 we're not making it just for the questions. We're making it for the fun of it. Go drink, have a good time. Yeah, Nobody has ever gotten that shamed if they don't know the question. We, we, I mean, we do make fun well, of them, and we all laugh together, and then we move on. We encourage you, if you don't know the answer, write something funny. Exactly. Because yeah. I'm going to read it out because loud. Because we do. So sometimes you and there's like a lot of times that four teams with yeah, four. I mean, wrong it, it does get kind of to funny. the point yeah. where you're not a yeah. Star Trek, Doctor Who, Star Wars fan. Then you just say these nuts, and it's funny. <laughs> yeah, like I asked a Battlestar Galactica question this week. Yeah. And two teams got it right, and one team got it wrong, and the one team wrote something funny. Yeah, it's just for shits and giggles, and you can make some money on the way. Yeah. And oh. if you don't make any and money, enjoy yourself. If you don't make any money, you're out quite literally five dollars between four people. And you get good specials, good yeah. beer. So, yeah, the money is saved in terms of if you were going to go out anyways, paying the five dollars to play trivia is it's entirely negligible in terms of what the payoff is. Yeah, yeah, you can you so. can make it pretty cheap. And oh yeah, yeah. Like definitely. Zach, our so. bartender, he said that whenever he's he has some money, he splurges. But if he, he splurges and if he doesn't, then he there's doesn't, specials for yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's like eight ten dollars including yeah. tip, and he's like he played trivia yeah. and you know so. has a few beers and that's it. Yeah. All right, yeah. do we do we need to open a, just one more beer or are we good? Because I'm going on the last question finally. What? Um, I don't know. Todd, like we still have one. Let me show you what we have and then you decide. Oh. Okay, he gets to pick the last one. And then we'll talk a little and bit more. And just so everyone's wondering, I've been quietly finishing off in the 2012 Juliet without telling anyone. <laughs> no, that's uh, fine. I, I can see you. You're not even tasting the. the you the, know what? Because I've never had anything from Blue Hour. Let's, Let's go ahead and try that. Let's do Blue Owl. I mean, despite the fact that I've been to Austin for some reason, I've yeah, never been Austin, to Blue Owl. Yeah, it is from Austin. Sour mashed Professor Black Sour Cherry Stout. Oh, Sour Cherry Stout. There we go. Interesting. Yay. 
We're gonna have to finish this before we all leave. All work. of this? Uh, actually, we're almost done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a tiny bit of Juliet left. There's <laughs> a little bit of the uh, Jester King collab left, and anything that's left in the 2013 Juliet, we will just sacrifice to the this tastes really bad gods. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're not even drinking it. No, exactly. This I love sours, really and that's not a good example. No, meaning the sink. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Drain pour. It's I wouldn't even give it to my dog. I'm sorry. The, the, well, I tried the, it, and I don't think it's horrible. But no, it's not bad. But just, just it, the worst it part is you taste. have it side by side with 2012, and you're like, yeah, wow, okay, exactly. this was not so um, that good of an idea. You know, yeah. the things with sours is most of them they're not really heavy, like yeah. three, four percent. Yeah, no. most sours are very low ABV. So Juliet is probably the highest one we've had tonight at eight percent. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. we have a lot of yeah, beer right now, but it's not... Yeah, between 5 and 6%, and I didn't even feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I'm just like, eh. Now, granted, I've had some rocket fuel-level sours just because breweries... So, like, uh, The Brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. They had a beer called uh, Mother Funker. Interesting. Oh, yeah. And it was a 12% sour. But the, pro- the weird thing about with sours is you can't tell the ABV because it's that acetyl that kills that sort of alcohol burn. Yeah. We tried so you're like, oh, this is 12%. I don't <laughs> know anymore. I probably don't remember. Okay. <laughs> it's like we tried it at GABF. Yeah, I don't remember trying this one at GABF, but it's super interesting. It's a porter, and it tastes sour, and it's actually pretty good. So what do you think? Yeah, I think it's... I'm not sure I would call it a stout. Oh, a stout, not, not a porter. A stout. Yeah, because so like, um, I'm thinking of what sour stout am I thinking about? And it's like by the brewery as well. They have a sour stout. Um, shit. Um, I think they also have that at JVF. I'm not sure. Yeah, so the brewery has a sour stout that has the mouthfeel of a stout, has that thick sort out. of <laughs> mouthfeel, and then it sours off at the end, and it's it's odd because you don't expect something that that has that mouthfeel to be a sour, <laughs> which is yeah. kind of, for me, kind of the intriguing fun part of sour stouts is you're like, you shouldn't feel like this and taste like this. But mm-hmm. Those are different. Uh, this does, this has the mouthfeel of a sour though. It doesn't have the mouthfeel of a stout that I kind like of thick viscousness, but it very much does have kind of the same flavor profile. I like it. In terms of roast. It is roasty. Mm-hmm. I said Chocolate-y. in terms of roast. Yes. yes. I am agreeing with you, Professor. Just making sure. Dr. Professor. Pronunciate. (laughs) I'm Mexican. I can get away with that. It's my second language. Don't judge me. Hey, I'm not judging you. (laughs) I'm judging you a little bit. (laughs) Oh. It is pretty good. It is good. I can taste a cherry. Mm. It tastes like one of those, like, um... I mean, it, it wouldn't be fair to compare it to one of those Christmas, um... Chocolates filled with the cherry, the cordial. cherry or cordial. Mm-hmm. No, but it has that little bit of a flavor of it, just a little oh, bit. No, you mentioned not it. the sweet, obviously, without just picture without because the, the sugar. And if it was like, like a dark, the chocolate and okay, well, just picture a ninety percent cocoa, you know, whatever you like yeah. brand with mm-hmm. some sour cherry. Whatever I like brand. Whatever you like brand. Okay, well, I don't know. I, I can't do <laughs> lint. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. I, I, just. Uh, no brands. Mm, like, it's my way of describing shit, okay? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so nice. Leave me alone. So nice. I got Todd on my side. What? <laughs> Do you? 
I'm just petting right. the cat, which is who is finally come oh, out. Oh, finally the pussy came out. Yoko. My black bitch. Now that pussy one you do like, out. huh? Oh, I love cats. I have two of my own. Oh, and she's so fat. She's on a diet. It's just all food today. But she, she, she cheated today. <laughs> See, that's day. the thing. I mean, we're discussing. Me and Juan are discussing where to put the doggy door. And, we're, and I was like, well, in terms of safety, because it's a big door, um, I want to put it in the laundry room. Mm. And you know the laundry room is divided by a door here. So I was like, well, maybe we can put it over there. And maybe we'll cut this door because eventually we're going to take it away. Just cut and do a little hinge smaller. So just in case I get paranoid. What are you talking about? I'm talking about people I, coming I, it's in. Okay. It's okay. I'm confused. Big <laughs> it's a I'm big like, doggy I, a door. Do- okay. Oh, people coming in through the door? Yes. So I kind of just want to put like she, this. Like, put like, it frankly, in the laundry room over there. If someone has that much effort... Just let them have it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't give her any arguments. Just, just it's her. just theirs. That's like my truck before I got my new car. The driver's side door handle didn't exist. It fell off in a freeze. Okay, well that's just me being paranoid. My concern is that it's also for the cat so she can go in and out. My concern is that they will go. They will have to go through the garage to go in and out, and there's uh, food for the cat, and she always knocks it down. So get a Jeez, container. Ah, we're, we're gonna snaps. have to. <laughs> no, she, she'll figure out how to open it. She, like, I need to get a fucking lock. Like think, the one that she has right now, she knocks it down. I and think she Tupperware eats. has invented All something. <laughs> I, I, need, I need to get okay. something with a fucking combination. All right, I, I knew this is gonna happen with Todd. <laughs> but I'm just being like, okay, what if like somebody like as skinny as Alex tries to come in? Then they won't be able to carry anything out. <laughs> What if um, some big guy is waiting outside? You can just unlock the door. What if? What if? Then they've thought through it more than any robber in El Paso I've ever met. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Okay. At that point, they just deserve it. You're just like, not yours. That's... It's you, okay, it's insured. You, you, sp- you spent a lot of time thinking about this. So wait, is, is your idea that... So you're going to get rid of this door, and then you're going to have, have a doggy door on the garage door outside. Or the garage... Laundry room. Laundry room that goes to the, to the backyard. Yes. Okay. But this will be an extra safety. Oh, you mean... So it's a barrier. Yes, thank you. And so... I might, I might like, you know, cut a little hole in it. Not big enough for a human. Put some lasers in it. <laughs> I don't like, know. If somebody's got to come in. A guillotine. I am being like... judged right now. Well, I'm just looking at so the... Bad. I'm just turning around. I'm looking at the doors that you have that lead directly to your <laughs> your backyard. You don't have a barrier for those. It's locked. They're, they have windows. There's glass. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph, yeah. I'm going to Chicago in Monday. I'm worried about, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm worried about all the glass in this house. <laughs> but someone's going to have to get on their knees and crawl through a doggy door. <laughs> and that's really the point of ingress that I'm worried about. There's all these windows everywhere. Just everywhere. Yeah, but they're locked. She'll make me block those They're also made of glass. Bricks, man. <laughs> Bricks. You, I, when I was out of town, my window got smashed in. They didn't steal Oh, I anything. remember that. Yeah, but know what it took? A little bit of effort. <laughs> <laughs> tiny, tiny amount. Oh, man. Oh, God. Like, less effort than getting on your hands and knees and crawling through a doggy door. 
like, and then they're calling through. They're like, I hope they don't have another door after this. I guess it's just me. I'm a smart person. Maybe I'm overestimating the I'm other not, And people. I'm not saying crooks are stupid. I'm just saying they're crooks because they're lazy. Yeah. It's not like a really energetic person is it you know what i'm gonna do for the rest of my life be a criminal maybe that, it's just me you know yeah. it's like if i was a crook what would stop me from entering this house because i'm smart Don't but then again they're not cameras <laughs> okay fine okay but the, the whole thing was about the, the cat his fat she's on a diet and the food is in the garage and she knocks it down every chance she gets so, so how did she get extra food today she the door was open. Oh. The, the, the garage door was open because For I was like taking shit out. Like, no, yeah, it only takes a second. Hey, she'll knock it down, and it was like a bunch of food on the floor, and I was just like, oh, fuck, because you can hear it. You know, you can store food, play they can't go. I didn't really. I haven't had time. Because I, I, like know. our cat food, it's behind a door. <laughs> and the funny thing about cats, they can't open doorknobs. Well, this is behind this door, but I open the door and I go and take <laughs> shit to the garage and I forgot to, because I was still like yeah. going back and forth. At least it wasn't me. So yeah, yeah, yeah well, <laughs> was not my fault. Yeah. I got off scot-free. It's this fat thing. Meow. And she got locked in the garage yesterday, so she... She's so cute. She's so fat. I can't believe she just lets you carry her like that. Yeah, well, Yeah, my big, my older cat does too. Like before the child, she would let me carry her like a baby. She'd like lay down on her back and just like kind of cradle there. What? She wants to do the podcast. What are you talking about, Yoko? <laughs> Beer. I hate that shit. Oh my god, man. I don't think she's, yeah, she's digging 16 this. 16 pounds. She's how much? 16. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe there's 16 pounds uh, in that little thing. Yeah. And a lot of hair. Well, yes. Most of it is hair. Yes. <laughs> so. All right, what would you do with a million dollars? Tax-free, before you ask. And if you think it's not probably, enough, then maybe uh, we can increase it's, it. It's probably not enough, um, but, I could, but I could use it as initial capital to get more investors, so that's fine. Um, I'd probably open a brewery, frankly. Cool. Really? But I, I would actually hire a brewer, because you know, while I'm at least Smart somewhat one. knowledgeable, I'm not, let's do it on an actual, real professional system level of knowledgeable. There you go. Um, but I'd enjoy that. That'd be fun. And plus, also, I wouldn't have to, like, teach people and do research. And that'd be fun, too. You wouldn't have to deal with stupid people. No, I would. I mean, yeah, I, I but not as many you as students. You own a bar. How many That's stupid people do you like, deal with? I see, uh, no, I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm saying room. not in the same percentage that you deal with as a teacher. I mean, yes. Because exactly. they're not coming. I to mean, the you bar obviously have to deal with your employees, yeah, <laughs> and the people that drink your beer. If you, if you, if it, if I never you said I was going to have a, I, I never said I was going to have a tap room. That's just okay. <laughs> the, inviting the public into my space—that sounds horrible. Oh. Just a select few. Maybe you could. And then they've got to pay money to get in, like a like a special release fund. Dude, I let you go behind my bar. At least I should go into your brewery. Yeah. If okay. You, cool. If you give me like. 50 bucks. You'll get, <laughs> get some beer out of it too. It's fun. How big? How big? We'll do like a barter system or something. We'll figure something out. Uh, how big would I make uh-huh. it? Yeah. Um, I would probably initially start out with at least a 15 barrel system mm-hmm. with probably an experimental five barrel on the side. So oh, I could do cool. fun sort of play stuff. But a lot of the money would probably go into separate room for um, barrel aging because I would want a sour program because it's me. 
Um, and Did you, you do all sours? It, I probably wouldn't do a sour house because I like IPAs. I like, yeah. I mean, and especially, and I know this now after brewing, IPAs are cheap as shit to make. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and you can cover up a bad recipe with hops. Oh, yeah. Like, if, you're, if your basic just general recipe is crap, hop the shit out of it, and it'll taste like cat good. piss, and you're good. <laughs> or Indian piss. Well, no, because so when we talk about uh, what type of hops, Simcoe hops, yeah. we describe them as catty because they smell like cat piss. Catty? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that's the descriptor of Simcoe hops. It's that they're catty. They smell <laughs> like cat piss. Um, so you just throw a bunch of Simcoe in there, and you're like, hey, look, it's a great beer. I got some, and you can just go to the kitty box. Yeah. Excellent. Side by side. Excellent. Yeah. All right. But yeah, no, that's what I would do. I definitely would probably start a brewery. Probably wouldn't be in El Paso. No. No. Outside of Texas? Uh, probably would be outside of Texas, but just to say, reason why not El Paso, I hate your all's water. Too hard. Your, your all's water? Yeah, I'm, it's not my water. I didn't make it. <laughs> Y'all's water? Yeah, I'm from the south, l- lest we forget. Okay. No, I just don't like El Paso's water. In fact, so much so that when Justin and I were brewing, we actually treated the water before we brewed. Really? Yeah. I prefer El Paso water over Chicago water. Um, well, Chicago water tastes like tube. Yeah, but I'm talking for like, like mineral tube? content in terms. Oh, of the mineral content mineral is content ridiculous here. Of yeah, brewing. of course. There's next to a mountain. And that mineral content is going to change significantly when you put a boil and you put fermentation to it. Yeah, and that it's is true. It's going to significantly hard. affect the pH and the outcome. I think that's why our brews have not been good with the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that Justin and I always ran it through uh, treatment. Hmm. We always filtered it and then we treated it for pH before we started. Ah, that's why. So we filtered it for mineral and then we pH treated it before we started brewing. Cool. And I wouldn't want to yeah. do. I wouldn't want to have to do that. Yeah. I would just move someplace that has decent goddamn water and cut out that cost. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. All right. Good times. Mm-hmm. Well, those are all the questions. Finally done. We are done. Yeah. We can keep drinking. It's, officially... it's okay. We still have a little bit of beer. Yeah, we actually left. did a fairly good job. Yeah. Although, hey, look, more cherry stout. Call for it, man. The guest always gets it. Speaking of cherry stout, Bell's yeah. cherry stout available in this market, uh, probably like uh, October of next year. Nice. Bell's cherry stout here. Cherry stout here. We're gonna get their entire. I don't. You, so you, I, I, I know. I'm just you know asking Laura because if it's came, out right now, yeah, that's what Then you I can go get it at Chicago. Oh yeah, you'll definitely be able to get it in okay. Chicago. Yeah. No, but Laura Bell came here specifically yeah. to choose a distributor. Laura Bell, the CFO and also yes. 40% owner I of the company. I interviewed wow. her. Oh, you did? In the GABF episode. Oh, the GABF episode, yeah. Yes. I, th- I was like, was here? Cool. You were upset that I didn't tell you she was in town. No, I was <laughs> upset you didn't tell me that she was in town, but I did interview her at GABF. Okay, so yeah. But Why no. did she pick LNF? If you don't, if, I mean, do you know this? Is or? that something I can say? Or? Um... I do know, and I don't want to say. We'll say you'll tell me off air. Well, you know, so those who are listening, there are basically three main distributors in town. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've got LNF, which is what Bell's ultimately chose to go through. Yes, I know. What are the other two? Blazer sucks. Okay, well, I didn't say that, but yeah. <laughs> I said it. Yeah, you can say it they're just called Glazers. Benny Keith doesn't suck that much. What's Benny Keith's main account in terms of craft? Hoppy Monk. No, oh, main account in terms oh, of account? in terms of what they distribute locally. Oh, dogfish oh. maybe. Yeah. I mean the the, the big label ones. Dogfish. Dogfish. Dogfish requires zero promotion to sell in El Paso. 
What's their second larger account? The founders. Stone. The shoes. Breckenridge. No, Breckenridge. So you've just uh, listed. So between founders, yeah. Stone, Deschutes, zero promotion when they entered this market. You got zero founders promotion when they entered because they didn't need to. Yeah. Bells doesn't want to enter the market with zero promotion. Okay. Bells wants to enter the market and blow the wheels off of fucking people because it's Bells and that's what they do. Um, so they didn't go with a distribution house that doesn't have experience doing that. Whereas Alan F. does. Yeah, we... Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you and also, and, what I also, think about and that. And also, LNF is right statewide. It yeah. does solve a significant problem yeah. for them. Whereas they would have a different distributor here yeah, as opposed to the rest of the country. Yeah, here and there and there, yeah. like yeah. small little houses. Yeah. yeah. Like random glaciers house, zero yeah. to three. All right. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, wrapping this up now. Wrap Ralph, it up. You wrap need it to up. talk. You haven't talked that much. So you go ahead. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. This was our sour episode with Todd. With Todd Curry, Doctor Professor. Professor, like it did. So thank you for listening. <laughs> it just feels weird um, being judged. Share, <laughs> like, subscribe, write a review on iTunes. It's going to help us. Um, hello, Tell Todd. How you feel about himself? Yeah, feel free him. to contact me. It's not hard if you know my name. Uh, <laughs> Twitter. Uh, Come to doc- trivia. Twitter, Doctor Todd A. Curry. Um, that's my Dr. academic account and Dr. Craft Beer is my way not academic account. <laughs> um, feel free to, su- yeah. feel free to follow Pulse. But we thank you for, for agreeing to being on, on our podcast. Uh, I'm happy to do it. It's been difficult getting my schedule to work with yours. So I'm glad it finally did. Yeah. Yay. That's really great. You just, you just requested a week in advance. So we did. Yep. I don't find that that difficult. All right. So. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Netherlands. Thank you, France. Thank you, UK. Thank you, Germany. And thank you, El Paso, for listening. And the rest of America. 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 Good luck with Trump. Good luck. We love you.